The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everybody, to the Horrible Gamers podcast, episode number 358. I'm your host, Ryan, uh, gamertag gib8777. And uh, with me today, um, I have, uh, from the West Coast, the Best Coast, Gunny Chief. What's going on, Gunny Chief? Hey, what's happening? How the hell are you, guys? And from the state of Ohio, where the corn grows tall, the mayo. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Gibbs? Glad to have you back on for an episode. Yeah, it feels weird to host. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels real weird. It's been a long time, and um, I really miss it. But, you know, this is cool. I'm so glad to come back and talk to you guys. It's Jesus, like- Jesus just disappears. He's like fucking Pokeroo. Uh, or something when when I come on the podcast he just disappears does he like is something up with Jesus he don't like me no more no 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 what happens is he just disappears and then you'll throw up an OG episode like you did last week uh, called the Four Loco show so it's it's like you've been here the last two episodes it seems yeah 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 it's weird and I and I listened to that episode back again and it was it was it was (laughs) it was pretty fun but uh, it was rough in the end now you got to listen to that episode. If you haven't, go back and listen to it. Uh, I pretty much pass out halfway through the episode and come back randomly a couple of times. And the whole show is really funny if you got four hours to listen to. So what I recommend, what, what I recommend for our our audience, our listeners, it it's I think the we could probably link that YouTube video because it it just kind of adds to it. Like the audio is great, but everything just just seeing like yeah. Normie disappear and then watch you disappear. Think, it's like where did they go? Did they pass out? Like did they fall down? What happened? I don't believe that that's on YouTube. I think it is on our Horrible Gamers podcast. Uh, not the group, the actual page, because that's what we used to stream to. Ah, so all yes. those videos are there. If you ever want to go back to to like some of the stuff we used to live stream back in the day, I think all that stuff is there. Um, so you can go check that out. Uh, look for the page instead of the group. The group is a closed thing, so it's more like just, uh, you know, the community talking to each other privately, whereas the page is public. So anything that's posted on there is public to anybody. Um that's just the way it's always been set up. Most of the stuff that goes up there is just random, like Podbean saying, hey, the episode's been uploaded and stuff like that. Um, I don't think anyone really posts much there. But we used to do the live streams through that page, and that's where you can find them because I don't believe they're in the community group because they they were from too long ago and they've been like removed from the videos or whatever. But um, yeah, that's where you can find those if you, if you want to look for them. Um, and then look for the four loco one that was on last week and you'll have a laugh. It was pretty, pretty funny. And it's always good to have Normie, uh, Normie come on the show. She's always fun to have around. Yeah. Yeah, she is. And here, our buddy, so, vengeful Jedi, Clint Thiel. Yeah. There. Yeah. Clint too. Yeah, man. Good times. So yeah. What are we doing now? Gunny? Uh, Patreons. We have those. I think we have a Patreon list. Mail? Do we have a Patreon list? Do you have that up? Do you want me to read that we off? Do a, we do have a we Patreon got, list. All right, we, we got, got a Patreon got list. Good old Jason Sams. We have John Jerome. 
Evan the Grower, not a shower, D. Tanaka. We have Adam Sunday, the best HGP host ever. I don't know who that would be. Boo. I think it's probably Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we got Nipron. Yep. We got Pork Chop Poo, Henleyum, Native Lives Matter, Vaderholic, Chad, Sean Petriach, Robert Noble, Leahy the Legendary D. Fuck him. Jonathan the Titan D. Hall. And we can never leave out Bill. Bill, even the biggest D. Gardner II. He's got the <laughs> longest schlong ever, man. Bill, even the biggest D. Gardner II. Until, until the third comes along, right? Mm. We need a third one. I wonder. Who is it? No, I don't wonder. I don't wonder. You, you <laughs> think about it all the time. I know it. Uh, all righty. So... Hey, who does our music? We had that, right? We can change it up a little bit, but we've been using... Uh, i got to pull up the name here real quick. It, we've been using... I uh, lost my music page. Oh, no. Uh, Disc oh. Chippo. Ah. All so right. Thank you guys for your music. And, uh, you know, we use some uh, a variety of stuff there at the end there sometimes. So we'll probably use normal stuff this week. Yeah, well, we can go with that. Sure. Thank you guys for your music. Ricky and, and Nick uh, Bot and If you want to get a shirt or a clock or a block or a rock or a sock, where can you go and get some HGP gear, Gunny? It's red, and it's a bubble. So go to redbubble.com. Red bubbles. One of them red bubbles and search for Horrible Gamers Podcast, right? That's that correct. The right search term. Yeah. And you will find shower curtains in there and water bottles for the summertime. Man, there's stuff in there. There's stuff in there. You need to go take a look. Head on over to redbubble.com and search for Horrible Gamers Podcast. Yeah. Make sure you sign up for their newsletter. You can get some uh, 10 to 15% off of uh, all things in stock over there before Ooh. you check out. So you don't have to pay mm. full price. We'll keep our stuff. Alrighty cheap some maybe we should Man. talk about some video games i know we don't usually like i know you guys don't usually go straight into video games i, I mean i just say we don't have the jesus uh information talk jesus right now. isn't here yeah with his to bless us with his conspiracies um <laughs> and knowledge uh so yeah i don't know do you does anybody have a crazy conspiracy they wanted to talk about that uh that could maybe. fill this space or are we going to do like a shorter podcast? Maybe before we talk about the corn shortage in Ohio, we could oh. talk about going over to is, our Twitter. We have at horrible gamers. That is the at underscore horrible gamers. We have a Twitter, Twitter thing oh. there. And oh, it will leave us a review and leave us a review on the iTunes. I think now you can give like what? Five, six stars or something. I don't know. I think. Oh, I think we all can respond give to us it. All the stars. And we can respond back to you. We can say, fuck you, this is a good show. Uh, we don't suck. So, yeah, leave us a review over there so we can we can attack you back. Um, <laughs> all of our community has big Ds. <laughs> and on Facebook, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. That is facebook.com slash groups slash dot horrible gamers. Come join us over there. Do it. Go now. Do it now. And if you want to become it. a Patreon, go to patreon.com slash horrible gamers. 
Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Now, on to the corn shortage. Mayo, what's uh -oh. going on over there with the corn what's shortage? Happening? Oh, man, I guess, I don't know. I, I haven't seen much corn growing at all. Probably because it's kind of out of season. It's probably there, all. Is there like a, a crow in, infestation and they're eating all the corn? Is that what's happening here? Is there corn mites uh, or something? Or, or Somebody are there brought like, that up. Are there corn thieves that are stealing all the corn away? There you go. That's something I, I do remember as like a kid. I remember like always wondering like as you would drive out in the country and you've seen like all this corn everywhere, right? Like yeah. what prevents people from stopping and just pulling off the side of the road and going out and grabbing, grabbing some, some corn years of corn, corn. <laughs> and, and just driving away. Like there's no way you can watch all that because they have acres I remember, and acres and acres. I remember back in the day we used to go run around through the cornfields like just – having fun we didn't really steal corn or anything but we like just go hide in the cornfields and then try and find each other you know what i mean like well that was always a lot of fun we would do the yeah. same thing i also did and the we'd same run thing. through it until you run through the spider webs that connect like stalk to stalk <laughs> and they'd have these big we called them zipper spiders i don't know what they were as a kid we caught they were they were probably like you know a little bit over between a quarter and a half inch long like they were a good sized spider and you would run through it and you're like, is it on me? Is it on me? You know, like all scared, like thinking it was going to eat you. I'm sure it, it was nothing because we never got eaten. But, you know, yeah. you would run through there and you'd be like, where's it at? Where's it at? When I lived in New Jersey, we would, it was like, because I don't think we, I've never seen anybody really grow corn here in California. Maybe they do. But, but out there it was like, uh, yeah, that was obviously the garden state. So like we would just get lost and run through the fields a lot out there. It was a lot of fun. But I don't remember big spiders or anything, but yeah, they never really scared me any, either way. Snakes. Now that scares me. <laughs> but not spiders. Yeah, spiders. Yeah, I don't care for like they they don't bother me at all. I can just deal with spider. Unless yeah, it's like a tarantula or something. Like some big fucking massive yeah. spider coming out. Unless you different. don't know it's on you, you know, and you're like running around yeah, and it's yeah. on your shoulder or on your back and you don't know it. Yeah, you're probably like, like ah, damn thing up of me, you know, yeah. <laughs> but. But I, yeah, I had a buddy that used to have a tarantula as a pet. Um, that thing freaked me out, but I would hold it. Uh, my buddy actually one time was holding it, and it he had it in his hand, and it just cocked itself. You know when a spider gets ready to bolt, and it kind of like legs go up, and he's ready mm -hmm. to go. And he did that and bolted up my buddy's arm and right up onto his shoulder, and then my buddy, <laughs> my buddy freaked me. Oh, he landed on the bed, <laughs> but he was, he was all right. It didn't hurt the spider, but I think he just freaked out. You know what I mean? Like the spider freaked out. It didn't like my friend for some reason. And, uh, cause I had held it before and it was fine with me, but my friend, for whatever reason, he just bolted to him. It was crazy. Yeah. But after that, I, I never held that spider again. Cause I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of spiders, it just reminds me, you know, throwing video games and spiders together, uh, seeing the trailer for, uh, was it Grounded? Where they talk about the spiders in the, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. arachnophobia mode. I forgot until they mentioned it. That they could the turn it on. Mode. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah. Speaking of spiders, you know what? Let's bring it back to video games as well. Um, oh, my God. This is a game I was talking to the Gunny about earlier, but. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Earth Defense Force, right? Um, one of my favorite stupid game series. You know what I mean? Like, it's just dumb fun. 
to just blow up insects and watch buildings crumble and stuff like that. But there's this new one called um, Earth Defense Force uh, World Brothers. And it's like, it looks like Minecraft. You know what I mean? It's voxel kind of graphics. Um, and I don't know, man. It looks like a lot of fun. And I looked into it and I was like, oh my good. It's a full price game. It's a, for me, it's seventy nine ninety nine up here. 59 like, here wow. in the States. And it's only on PC and Switch, I think. So, yeah. It, yeah, so 59 in the States. That's much better, but not by much. The EDF games were always budget titles, and it just threw me for a loop to see that so expensive. No, I don't I, know. I, like I think I've noticed, though, with EDF is that I've seen it just over the course of uh, even over the three. Well, especially since the Xbox One era, I know that there have been whatever deals they got going on with like, oh, this one's only on Steam or it's on Steam and PlayStation 4 back in the day where I always felt that even they were like fully priced unless you got like a disc version from uh, Games Boutique, GameStop, whatever used copy. You can get them for 15 bucks. Well, back in the day, uh, like the original three or four were all like forty dollars games. Mm. They okay, were, they were never they were, fully priced. They were at never full play. But there, there have been deals going on with Sony for some reason where the last two games have only come out on PlayStation Four and haven't come out on Xbox, but they come out on PC as well. Um, but your two games, I've never, I've never touched either of those in the series. Um, uh, yeah, and I don't remember what the price was on those. They might have been full price when they came out, but I didn't. I, I didn't think I bought it. one for the PlayStation 4, a disc version. Uh, yeah, I think I remember you doing that, and yeah. that was the that was it. 4, wasn't it? Uh, I'm going to check right now, because I remember and when I, I first got that PlayStation 4 Pro, I was like, oh, I want to play it, because I can't... Yeah, I couldn't play it on Xbox. Yeah. But yeah, I think that I think that was four that you bought, and then five came out a little while ago, and now this game's out. Yeah, I've got. But it's it's an interesting game. Like, check it out if you're interested in that series at all. It's it seems like a cool game. I just wish it was a little cheaper. Is this any more? I have to ask. Is this on Steam or is it on Epic? It's on Steam. Yeah, Steam. I don't know if it's on Epic. Uh, I didn't look. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually look at the Epic Store. I barely would ever launch the Epic Store anymore. I don't even claim the free games. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know oh, what? I just, work. When something interests me, I'll claim it. You know what I mean? Just to have yeah. it. But most of the time, it's something I've already played. It's just like, yeah, sure, I'll have a PC version of that for or, free. Why not? Or my thing is, it seems like they all kind of go in loops. Either like if it's a free game on Epic, it's probably been on Game Pass at some point. It's probably been bundled and humble bundle it's probably been yeah. it's, it's been put on some probably it's it been a ps plus game or yeah. or something yeah. already so yeah so the only ones, boys <laughs> i know i still have a cd from them no the only one i i have is uh it's just from the xbox 360 i have two discs 2017 oh. and, and is the name of the game and then there's another one they're probably all backwards compatible yeah i believe they are that's motocross madness yeah I still have the disc for the PC. Yeah. Looking through uh, the 2078. Archives. Is that the uh, the other one you have? Which one? 2078. I don't have that one. No. Is that is that also a backwards compatible game or 
Yeah, I think so. And I think it got given away with gold or something like that. But yeah. We kind of went off on a tangent there, didn't we? We stopped talking about corn. At least we started talking about video games. Hey, that's good. That's a good good thing. We should probably stick to that. What do you think? Sounds good to me. What have you guys been playing? I'll I'll jump in right away. I've only been playing this one game pretty much most of the week, and that's uh, it's called a Tainted Grail, and I'm enjoying the heck out of this game. It is something I've been playing uh, nonstop. There, it is the uh, trying to name. There is a name behind it. I want to say it's like Condemned or something like that, but they just call it Conquest. So they just call it Tainted Grail on Steam, but. So this game is your your card builder Ryan. This is a lot like Slay the Spire. Oh, so oh really? It's like Slay the Spire with Demon Souls graphics. So it's uh, okay. Really, really I've nice. Heard a couple graphics. of games like this recently, like there's and, a and some people are calling this like the best card builder game out there. I mean, that's all a matter of opinion and stuff too. Yeah. But I'm finding it, it really real. Yeah, yeah. Grail. there's a couple games I noticed because there's a Steam sale going on and I noticed that that one's way at the top for me. Yeah, and this one's on, on Steam on PC. And it basically, you know, you have like seven or eight different classes you can unlock and play as. And each play style is a little different. And this game is hard. Like, like playing yeah. through it, I went and started early on and I kept dying and I'm like, I just don't... And this game is called a roguelike and like an, an RPG. Like you have things you can do and it's like an endless playthrough possibilities it says and so far like i pretty much have the same uh experience every time i jump in so i start a new run and yeah i only have one way i can go and it's it's got like these pathways you can see the enemy standing on the pathway it's like top down view kind of like like diablo with i would say yeah yeah i'm watching and it you now. can mouse and you move over to where the enemies are at and it starts the fight sequence you go through the fight well you have like in the first uh section there's four enemy bosses you have to fight. And so you have to kill all four bosses to get basically past this first chapter. And I can get like three of them killed. And then when I get to the fourth one, it usually kills me. And so then, I, then you have to start all the way back over. You don't have to, you have to kill all yeah, four bosses start, again. And do you, but do you collect cards? Like, like you, you do collect cards and they do go in your decks permanently. So like, say yeah. you do be, defeat some enemies or you gain a level because it does track your XP you will get new cards for that class. Now, there's different classes. So you start off with this uh, one class, and he basically just marks enemies. Like, so every time you hit him, the, the fourth hit does extra damage. And yeah. you take hits left and right. You have a block card. You have an attack card. Um, they have all the indicators above them, what they plan on doing, if the enemy's going to heal, if the enemy has a buff going on, it has a, a armor rank, and stuff like that. So you got to kind of strategize when to attack, when to defend, and then you only have to play that character just a little bit. It unlocks the next character, which I used a lot, and that's a summoner character. And that summoner character basically will summon other minions to fight with you, and it redirects all the damage to them. So it made the game a lot easier, especially fighting the first boss, because instead of all the enemies attacking you specifically, it redirects it to your, your other uh, summoned allies. And your son, this one ally is a golem, and it basically redirects all damage to you, to it so like every time the enemy hits you it directs the damage to the golem and you keep healing up the golem and it never attacks the only thing the golem ever does is heal itself 
So it, you know, when it comes to its turn, uh, attack or you want to use it, it just heals itself. It that yeah. becomes a point, you know, that you use. You get your typical three points, you know, your allowed points per turn, and you got cards that are worth three points, one point, zero points. So there's different cards for perks. Yeah. It can redirect damage to different places. There's things where you can decrease their armor and stuff like that. But it, I don't know. It's got really good music. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying the music that they've added to this game. It's not a big selection to it, but it's just got a nice little beat to it as I'm sitting there playing this card game, you know, and thinking my way through it. It just kind of has a nice rhythm to it. And and so I, I enjoy it in that aspect. But it, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't see all the roguelike elements to it except the fact I'm starting over every time I die and getting a little stronger. But I just don't feel like I'm progressing as fast as I should. Like, I I don't know how many hours. Let me see how many hours I have in this game. I have some hours in it already. I've got eight hours in it, and I'm still technically in the first chapter. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to get through that. So, I'm not sure how deep this game will go. That's, that's just one character? <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll I've used, like, two characters. And each character has its own set of cards you can unlock and use. And so, as you beat enemies, and you beat some of these bosses, they drop new cards you get to pick. And they'll tell you if it's a new card. Like, oh, here's a new card you can pick from. Yeah. And and stuff. And then you get, there's these candles you have to use. So when you're walking around, it has like a candle. It kind of lights your way. You know, you have like a fog of war. And uh, the brighter the candle is, is the more you'll see when you're walking around. So you don't just accidentally run into an enemy. Or you can see some allies on the map. So the map has allies that are scattered upon, upon it. And they'll be guarded by like some kind of enemy. And you beat that enemy that you talk to that ally. He may actually go back to your town where you start. And then he can help you with your, your journeys. There's like a blacksmith I found, a seamstress. And so they can change. You can buy upgrades. And some of this stuff, though, like uh, you get, like there's this candle maker who makes these, that makes those candles that can light up the area. And so when you use those candles, it makes a dust automatically. That dust has to build up, and he uses that dust to craft you new stuff. So, like, you can only get new stuff by playing it more often or burning more of those candles. Yeah. They also add to these candles uh, an effect to, like, going into combat. If, if your torch is very bright, it shows, like, a strength of your torch. It will automatically put a card in your hand, and you have to use it that turn. And it could be a negative card if your candle isn't real bright or a positive card. So, like, say you go in and your candle is, like, on full potential, it'll say you get, like, for this turn, a bonus 50% damage. But if it's dim, when you go into a fight, it could say you take 50% more damage. And you have to play the card or there's some kind of penalty associated with that card. So if you didn't play the card and take that 50% bonus damage, it could be like you lose 25% armor the rest of the whole battle. You know, so the debuff, like, okay. yeah. So it's like you extra know, so difficult. Let's see. But, and then, you know, you have your regular, your XP, you have money, and then you have literally these candle ashes, and then you have these gems, and a lot of stuff that you can basically uh, combine to make yourself stronger. Um, you get some passive uh, abilities too as you beat enemies. It gives you a choice between three passive abilities for that run. And it could be something again like um, gain five more damage or gain 25% more armor or or something like that as an example. Like you could just, uh, okay, I get this passive ability. Or you get this passive ability with a summoner, like you can uh, automatically spawn two two people with you early on, you know, because when you go into a fight, you only have one person spawned automatically. And even then you can choose like that. There's a serpent that does attacking. There's a golem 
that he redirects all the damage to him. There's like this Fey that basically um, increases your ultimate. You have an ultimate that takes so many turns, and the Fey will buff that, so it makes it go increase faster. And, it, and basically the uh, ultimate for the summoner I've been using will will level up your minion. And you can pick the minion you want you, minion you want to promote, and you promote it, and he'll gain like four levels, and then he becomes stronger and does more damage, has more health, and stuff like that. So like you got some choices to make in there too. So each character of these seven characters you can unlock have their own ultimate, have their own playstyle, and it's up to them too. And they have their own unique cards. Uh, hmm. right. so, I've been it a little bit. So it does have that roguelike feel to it. Uh, it's just kind of a slow grind so far. Which could be uh, good. It gives you some replayability. I think it's like a $20 game, if I remember right. It's on sale. Yeah, like I think it's, it's on sale right now for 15 or something. Yeah, it's... Well, it's fifteen ninety five up here. It's probably like 10 bucks down there, I would think. Something like that. Yeah, so I, I recommend it. If you like if you like card games and if you like, like, Slay the Spire, you know, yeah, less... that'd less be me. Based, but, um... That would be for I, me, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, so it's thirteen ninety nine right now on Steam. Damn, there like, there's a game I'm looking at. I'm not going to mention it now because it's it's in my cart, uh, and I'm like, oh man, I really wanted to play this game, but I'm not going to see what it is just in case I take it out of the cart and not buy it. But uh, yeah, so many so many good games right there on Steam that are on sale right now. Slay the Spire, yeah, amazing game. Um, yeah, that's. Pretty much yeah, the only game I've been playing this week is called Tainted Grail Conquest. There is another Tainted Grail, but I'm not sure what that is. I think it's an older version. Like, this is like a new version. So Yeah. Did you... Um, I think it's called Rattropolis, but I think that one plays a little bit different. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's like card-based, but not like a Slay the Spire or the one you mentioned. Kind of that same realm of RPG-style type stuff. Yeah, um, I did. I did mess around a little bit, Gunny. I did mess around for some reason. I was kind of bored. I felt like playing Mario Kart on the Switch. <laughs> I don't know why. The game's old, and I just kind of sat back and just played some Mario Kart in the in the living room for a while the other day. Nice. Why not? Yeah. Just some mindless little racing, throwing throwing shells at people. Yeah. Pretty much everything in that game is unlocked. My kids unlocked it all like within the first week. Yeah. Like they love Mario Kart, so. I just didn't even have to do anything. I pretty much have everything there for me or, you know, to unlock. So there's no reason to, like, play it to unlock anything. It's just, just play it to play it. Play so. it to play it, yeah. I played it, um, gosh, it was a couple months ago at, like, an arcade. But, yeah, and then I played it at, a like, a customer stop as well <laughs> at work. So instead of working, I was playing Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> so funny how I don't own a Switch, and I played it in a couple different places. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. What about you, what about you Gunny? Um, so I was talking to Ryan. Oh no, we were. I was showing you that screenshot, Ryan, but we didn't talk about it at all. And yeah. that was that Infinity Pinball. I don't know what I think. I think Thursday or Friday, I was like, I, was like, I don't know why this keeps popping up in my feed. You know, maybe because I have Pinball FX or something. And yeah, so this is only on iOS and Android. Android, yeah. And so maybe Ryan, you can probably describe the game better if you did play it. But it's uh, yeah, it's like a it's almost like a roguelike pinball game. Um, it's really weird. It, you're trying to get up levels, so there'll be a bunch of stuff in your way, like bumpers and stuff and whatever, you know. And you there'll be a hole at the top, and if you get it through the hole in in the top of the pinball table, it'll go up into another level. 
and then you keep it going, you get it through the hole, you go up another level. So you try and see how many levels you can get, how high you can get. But you only have three balls, so if you lose the ball three times, some, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you can drop down a level and get it back up again. But sometimes there's like a, a, a little like bumper there that if you hit it, it takes your heart away. And you only have three hearts, and if you lose all three hearts, you start over again. So it's a roguelike like that, you know what I mean? Where it's like, try and see how far you can get, how high you can get in the tower. And, you know, point-based, and it's pinballs, <laughs> ramps, bumpers, and stuff like that. Um, I want to say yeah, it's, it's... I want to say also yeah, that it's... cool-looking. Cool it almost looks a lot like a little cleaner um, Sonic Spinball kind of... There you go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like, would you say 16-bit, and then all of the... Yeah, I don't want to say sound sprites, but just more of the the sound bites are from Super Mario Brothers three. I'm just pulling that out of my ass here because I'm pretty sure. No, listen to it. It's got all the Yoshi sounds and everything from and the jumping sounds. Yeah, I don't think I really go back and listen with the volume on. So maybe I didn't catch it. I don't know. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers three. I want to say is where they got some of those sound bites. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I was like, I was like, it was like the one thing, like the last couple of days, where I'm like, I'm gonna go back and play a couple more rounds. Fuck it, I'll watch one of their stupid ads to continue the game. Um, yeah, but it is like a. There's probably some pay to win stuff, but it's more. Hey, how many points can you get? I think that's the whole key, right? Whoever's got, you know, it's a local high score thing. Not like you're yeah. competing against friends or anything like that. So I think the most yeah. I've gotten up to is 12,000. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to keep going. See how. And then you I can know. unlock stuff, right? Like you can. Tables, I think. Or not tables, but table. Uh, not tables. Uh, like just cosmetics. And cosmetic stuff, stuff like yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know. I unlocked that orange ball, the first one, and then I felt like it wasn't as, you know, like it didn't. Go as high as the art as the regular other ball. Oh, really? I'm not sure if that makes a difference or not. But maybe I think what it is, that's the other thing too, where let's say you go up a level. I think those bumpers are gonna shoot balls differently. So it it kind of changes that way. Um where I think when you're on the first one, it's I don't know, I think that changes, I'm pretty sure. As you change a table, it 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 yeah. Changes how far the ball will hit. Um the other thing too was, and I don't know if you find it, Ryan, but with there, there was no nudge, no, no, no. There's, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't nudge it either. Ah, I was like, I couldn't find. But, but when you drop down, you just go down another table, unless there's, you know, unless there's something in the way in the that way. takes a heart yeah. away. That's what yeah. kind of threw me. But then I'm like, okay, I get it. Again, with the the mobile game thing here, it's not gonna yeah. give me a pass. You know, it's it's gonna want me to pay for a freaking something. Yeah. Buy more time, buy this or that, but it's not throwing it in your face though. either. If you're looking for a mobile game and you like pinball, I think you you might get a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just something to pass the time really quick. Yeah. Uh, Is that all you've been playing, honey? No, the other thing I played was yeah. uh, this was something that that Leahy the. Uh, he was talking about uh, getting green hell. So this is a survival craft game in the Amazon forest, the Amazon rainforest. And the only thing I did today was just make it through the tutorial. And as far as I know, it's just more, it's a little more 
less forgiving than other games where it did have like a, what I call a baby mode, but I went with the second tier up, whichever it was called. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do baby mode. I want to start off with... Toddler mode. We'll call it toddler mode. <laughs> toddler mode, yeah. <laughs> junior mode, right? I played junior mode on that. And, um, but yeah, you can kind of go watch some videos that, where it talks about, you know, I think you, again, I think I need to know, because in the tutorial, you start off with a machete, right? And you're talking to your wife or slash girlfriend on, on your radio about, um, hey, don't you remember how to craft bandages or whatever? You know, so it's kind of bringing you through that stuff and go cut down some leaves and uh, you have like a crafting table. Well, it's not like a physical one. It's something you bring up in your HUD from your backpack. So um, and maybe the other thing might be where. Yeah, it's I don't know it. It's something I'm, I'm going to continue to play. I just finished it like before we started recording. So um still have more to go on it this week. I'll have more on it next week. So maybe I have to go through something to hit, you know, before I can start co-oping the game because there's no talk about it. It's just more, you know, I'm not sure how, how that element of the game works. But either way, it looks really good, Mayo. I had it at, uh, I think I put all the settings on medium and I was running it in like 70 to 80 frames. So it looks good. Nice that game. I think probably that game has probably been out for a year, year or so at least. I remember hearing of it like a long time ago. Yeah, because like a lot it of was the videos early access yeah. for a long time. The videos I see from are like from five months ago and stuff, six months ago. Yeah. But yeah, I remember when it was mentioned like a long time ago, and people had had interest in it, and I, I never picked it up. Yeah, but it's got um. It's it's one of those things where like you're walking through the forest and it'll say like, I mean it won't say you just if you're watching a video it'll tell you but it's like there's a rattlesnake yeah you get bit you're gonna fucking die you know <laughs> like or you can pick up the dart frog but I think if you lick the frog it's poisonous man you're not supposed to lick frogs that's no but yeah, he's not a good idea yeah <laughs> don't say don't it. lick the dart frogs because you'll die uh but yeah it's one of the you know you crafting hunger manage your hunger and your thirst um yeah but i like the interface of it love how you can bring up your watch and it just like on your left arm it'll show you you know hunger thirst uh injuries or whatever and then you can change it and it'll and it turns into a compass you know like really quick so it's kind of cool i like it yeah i want to say this came out around the same time uh the game scum Oh, that that's the out? other one I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. So I think they came around the same time, and I think they were maybe just in early access, and so maybe it's gone full release now. So I, I, we, I ended up picking up Scum and playing through that. Like, and I haven't picked that game up in a while. I should, I should jump back into it. A friend of mine was streaming it the other night, and she was having a good time with it, and it looks so much different. So I maybe I should check it out sometime. But so what? So tell me about this scum. Does it have a little? I haven't watched it on Twitch in in over a year. Is it more zombies or is it more PvP? Which which one is it? You think? Um, I would say at this point it's probably more zombies. I mean, you find random zombies as you're running around the area and you kill them, and you can you basically can use every part of them for for crafting. Like you can chop them up. I remember you, you would kill one like as an NPC. You'd kill it and you'd chop it up into little pieces and yes. it'd be all laying there in the ground and you could use the bone and the meat and, and everything in, in game to craft. So you could take the clothes and you could cut the clothing up 
or you could just wear the clothes or then you could, you know, you could do so many things in that game. I remember being so in depth with, you know, you have to eat and then you can get an upset stomach and your character has to use the bathroom more often and you got to go pee and poop in the woods, you know, as you're running around. That. And it, it, can, silly. it can affect your the way your character behaves and if you're starving, whatever, it affects your your abilities and stuff like that. So it was it was a very hardcore game in that aspect because you're always searching for food and you're always trying to do something, but you have to watch to make sure you eat something that's not going to upset your stomach as a character because next thing you know your character has to go to the bathroom nonstop like all the time and, and stuff and yeah. you know you're nothing like getting chased by a horde of monsters or whatever. And there <laughs> that are would these suck mechs. to get stopped There's halfway these- and piss. Right. There's these mechs in these like uh, controlled uh, military areas. Yeah. And basically, you want to sneak into those areas and you can get inside. And you can't really take on a mech by yourself. So you pretty much have like bow and arrows and staffs and stuff. You know, you have wooden made weapons. And so as you sneak into these military places, you can find guns and stuff. But these mechs patrol it, and it reminds me of like that two-legged mech from old RoboCop days. Right, yes. <laughs> you know, it walks around and with a searchlight, and if it finds out you're in there. I remember one time, I the last time I played it, I think I was playing with Ghost Nico, actually. We found one in this, this area that was being patrolled by this mech. And we both managed to sneak into this facility, and we found all these weapons, and we're like, oh, we got this. This is awesome. And one of us was seen by the mech through a window uh, the, in the military place. And so I'm like, oh, we're good. You know, and it's like on an alert now and it's like shooting and you can hear it doing different things outside. And you're like, okay, okay, how are we going to get out of here without getting shot up and getting away with all these weapons? And the next thing I know, it starts killing us through the windows. So I'm like, you know, we, oh, we got to hide. So we're, we're like hiding in these rooms. And then it ends up like at some point in time, it starts shooting through walls and it like shot us through the walls. And evidently, that's something they can do in the game. And, and so we end up dying and trying to respawn back in, like outside the area when you respawn you have nothing like you don't have and you go back and try to get your stuff but then it was twice as hard because the mech was still on alert so you'd have a hard time walking around and it was just basically oh, guarding God. all of our stuff and we could never get back in and i think it's probably the last time we played that game yeah that was i think that was probably the funnest part i watched on twitch was watching people trying to get into the like the like a military outpost or something you know, like like not so much like stone buildings or whatever, but they were all tents, and they were trying to distract those things, uh, act as decoys, so the other people can go in and get guns. But yeah, yeah. If I, I don't know if I remember right too, because there's like these wild like wolves or wild animals or something too that was in there, and there was an area right outside that military base that had those. And so when we respawn, we respawned right by them. And then they would just attack us and we had no weapons or no clothes or no armor or nothing. So then that just created another problem too. And then it just kind of went from there. Oh, because all your shit's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Oh, and if I didn't mention Green Hell, I know it's on consoles as well, but I did did purchase this on Steam on sale. The big Steam sale, whatever it's called. Play mouse and keyboard. Green how's, your, how's your mouse and keyboard skills getting getting gunny? You getting better at it now? No, a little, eh, not so much. I feel like this mouse. I don't. I still have my other one, but this one's the glorious, right? Is that what it's called, glorious? Yeah, the glorious and model. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like when I'm left clicking on, let's say like a, 
Windows icon or whatever, and you, you got to double click, you know, to actually open it. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm either, I don't know, it doesn't feel right for some reason. Maybe I'm old. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just too fucking old for, yeah. you know, a glorious mouse. And I, yeah, I need be to so glorious. Back. Don't be so glorious, Scotty. I need to go back to my HG, HP mouse, right? My old, my old clickety-clack mouse. My I big, know, giant, this, white mouse. I have this heavy uh, Logitech G903. It's like a wireless mouse. It's got like the really low latency and all that stuff. But it's a heavy mouse, and... When my son comes over oh, to my apartment yeah. when he stays here, he likes a light mouse, so he brings his model Model O with him because that thing is like a third of the weight. And so it's so funny, like he just can't stand my mouse. So when he comes to stay here, he brings his mouse for when he's playing his uh, CS:GO and and Valorant and stuff because yeah. he plays rank. He's got so the he's model. Like, I can't o. change anything, and he he don't even like it even when uh, he comes over on my PC because I have a 280 hertz monitor now. He has a 144 hertz monitor, so he the the frame rate on the monitor actually kind of throws him off a little bit. He says mm-hmm. because the the he's he I don't know if it's the quality or what whatever you want to call it, but just the timing just kind of throws him off just a little bit because the refresh yeah. refresh rate matches the monitor is a little higher on my end. So yeah, he's got the model. Oh, I've got the model D. I think that was hmm. the different. Yeah, I'm just looking on mouse talk. Model D man, it's got the got a picture of the dude. Looks like a PC Master Race on it, but it's got all kinds of RGB on it. Brian, it's fucking badass as hell. Yeah, it's too it's too much know. for me. I'm still rocking the same old setup. No. But no, I have, oh shit. I still have this old ass keyboard here. Suits me fine. Yep. Um, but what have you been playing, Ryan? What have you? I have been playing a few games. Um, I've been playing a whole lot of the Mass Effect remake. Um, that's been great playing through that. Like it, it, it's really well done. If you never played Mass Effect before, or if you've played it, you should play this because you know already. I think Mass Effect Three is like I'm just starting Mass Effect Three now, but I think Mass Effect Three is pretty good like i don't know i I think i felt that way back in the day too like i always felt like mass effect 3 was still pretty good 2's better but i think the improvements they made on 3 were way better uh like for making the game better yeah anyways um what else because like you guys have talked about that jesus will probably come back and continue talking about it um so when those game demos were out uh, during E3, I played uh, Tunic. Uh, did any of you guys play that at all? No, I didn't get it's a like chance. It's like the Zelda-like yeah. kind of game. Um, like it, It's pretty, you're like a little fox and you have a tunic. <laughs> you wander around with a sword, you get a shield, you know what I mean? Like it's Zelda, pretty much, format, but with a different character. Um, it was a lot of fun, and it's pretty creative. Uh, um, it was only like a, a slice. They said it was like a, a remix of like different levels. It may not be laid out like that in the real game. You know what I mean? Like it was just like a remix of a bunch of stuff that uh, that you could play through. And it was a lot of fun. I thought it was pretty cool. So, And I've been waiting for that game for a long time. Um, it's been in development forever. But 
Um, the other game I played during that time was uh, Lake. You guys heard about this? It no, sounds familiar. I don't think so. Okay, you're basically uh, you're going to do your dad a favor, and he's a mailman, so you have to go back to this this town that you grew up in. You haven't been there in twenty years, and you deliver mail. Um, it's very relaxing and very like it's just a there's a story, and you just drive around and deliver your mail. It's not like you're not shooting anybody. Nothing wacky's going on. <laughs> no mail and shooting people. Anyway. You're not, you're not you know, going like postal in there anywhere. Basically, you're basically going in and delivering mail to these addresses and driving around this beautiful mountain town. You know, like it. I I didn't mind it. I mean, I know it's not for everybody, uh, but I didn't hate it. You know, it was it was all right. What is this like an Edith cool Finch like, or like a Alan mail. Wake or what? Like a kind of but it didn't go any like sci-fi directions like like you know what i mean like it but it's it's got that kind of style that alan wake you're wandering around uh i don't know man yeah it, it has that kind of like the way the game plays but without combat you know mm-hmm. you're you're basically talking to these people that you haven't seen in 20 years you know like you you went to school with these people and you're running into them and they have conversations with you so that's how the story kind of progresses um and i don't know maybe something crazy happens who knows but what i played of it nothing crazy had happened it was just like all these people that you met and you just drove around and delivered mail and hey what do you deliver next and sometimes there's a little puzzle or whatever but it was fun um, I think that comes out soon, but I'm not sure. Um, and then the last thing that I've been playing, I just started playing before the, before we started recording was uh dark Alliance. Um, that game's stupid fun, but it's, it's very repetitive. It's very, uh, simple kind of, I think, you know, as far as what I've played so far anyways. Um, yeah, I'm glad, it's on the, game, I'm glad it's on Game Pass. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I uh, hear it's mediocre even for fans of... It's made by, what is it, the Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah, it's Dungeons & Dragons license. Dark Alliance. Yeah. yeah. I think I downloaded it on, on the console because um, I started playing something else on PC. I forgot what it was, but... But I think if you had a group of friends that wanted to play this game, you, you would have some fun because it's more about, you know, you're interacting with somebody, you know, shooting the shit or whatever while you're doing it it's not as tedious as i've been playing single player so just playing through and it's, it's basically you know xxx x or right trigger right trigger right trigger right bumper right trigger right bumper right bumper right trigger right bumper right trigger <laughs> you know it's it's yeah. a lot of repetitive stuff so but i i enjoyed what i played of it it was it you know, I played about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Um, got through a couple of missions. Um, I'll probably go back to it, but it's not its not blowing my socks off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately. I thought it was going to be a lot better. Yeah, I it's think a little it only bit got... of a disappointment, but it's still, still worth checking out, especially if you're interested in that, like, series, like the Dungeons & Dragons stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, that's about all I've been playing. Do you guys find? I just started kind of thinking about that being a Game Pass game. 
and that's something I haven't played or picked up. You guys find like I know myself, I do this. I go through my Game Pass games, and I, I don't feel like I give the games the attention I feel like I should if I would have bought them. So like I will try out games way more often than I would say, okay, I'm not going to buy this or that. But I don't stick with it like I used to. Like I, I have so many games. I look at my Game Pass. I'm like, yeah, I tried that. It wasn't bad. I tried that. It wasn't bad. You know, I tried that. That wasn't bad. You know, I just put a little bit of time in each game, but never really had the time to like dive into them because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go check something else out. Do you think that could be like a negative to the Game Pass, like down the road, as they keep adding games, and you know, as we get all these bigger titles coming out, you know, these little titles that I mean, maybe. I mean, you can try them out, and you may really get hooked. I could see. Yeah, but for me, you know, it's like and okay, that's the a little thing, though. But it gives you it gives you the choice. It gives you right. the choice. If you if you hook if you're hooked with a game, then you you'll keep playing it, and you and you keep playing it. If you're not, there's so much more there for you to try, and that's yeah. the whole point of Game Pass in the first place. And I get what you're saying, but if it doesn't hook you, then it doesn't hook you. That's that's sort of the point of Game Pass is so that you can keep looking you know yeah you can get yeah i mean you get those games that you can really enjoy like i said um you might if you listen to the show gives um another one you might like is uh, was undermine i, I love that, that game. game up and i started playing that and i i really enjoyed it yeah and um i haven't went back to it for a little while because i started playing biomutant after that but how um, is biomutant i've been so how is biomutant yeah i mean everything i've heard is bad i don't think it's a bad game um yeah how breath of uh, the wild is, is it there is things what was that how breath of the wild is it i never played breath of the wild so i can't really compare the two oh. i did never picked it up with switch i didn't want to pay 60 dollars for an old switch game yeah but for me i mean it, it the little things that are annoying one the way they name everything and it's okay at first but the the, the titling of things you know it's like uh, a real little oh. kid would name yeah. something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. so primitive. You just get tired of hearing it after a while. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah. And so you're like, okay, okay, okay. Then, the, then game the narrator play, guy. The yeah. Narrator the, guy. But then the elements of the game, like the, the gameplay can be really simple. Like you, you, you pick up items. Okay. This is better. Okay. You know, the biggest thing is combos. You learn different combos and you, and you can unlock some abilities for your character. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much the meat of it. I mean, there is more advanced stuff, but the things I was running into and my, what well, my son ran into, like, he finished the game pretty early. He played, he beat it in the first weekend. Yeah. Um, say you go into the secret area, and so you're, like, level, like, 20, and you have this piece of gear on, and you, you can go into this area here, and you find this legendary item because items have, you know, rarity, quality. And so this item will be legendary and it would be like, say like an armor piece or a helmet and that like the helmet you have could be just like maybe rare in quality and be way better than the legendary piece you just find. So it felt like once we started getting later in the game, everything we found was just trash and we were pretty much sticking with the same items all the time. Like, Oh, look at this legendary helmet I found. It has 25 plus or armor and the piece I have right now has 60 plus armor, you know, and I'm like, why is this thing a legendary item when, you know, it has such a little armor? So that, and so you just trash it or you recycle it, you know, and so that carrot on the stick kind of falls off a little too early, right? Yeah. Would you say? 
And then the leveling system, um, I guess they just increased uh, your max level that you can be, but it's not required to beat the game. Like you can go through pretty much and beat the game at any time you want. Um, the difficulty of different enemies doesn't really change from the beginning game to the end of the game. So you have these four elite monsters, you can call them, that you have to kill on top of fighting these factions. And if you choose to go after these monsters, you can choose to fight them in any order that you want. Like, I, I fought him in a different order than what my son did. Like, I fought this one first, and he fought that one, like, last. Yeah. And yeah, they, so they in do, that way, it's like Breath of the Wild, where you can go Yeah, so it's just a matter of whenever you want to take on that section of the map kind of thing. Yeah. And then as you're fighting the other tribes, you do get new weapons from them tribes. So you have, like, all these goals um, throughout the map. Like, these tribes will have little territories, and you basically take over the territory. It's like a little fort sequence. You go in, and you raid the fort, and you got to maybe fight a handful of enemies, and it's a couple, like, battle sequences. Like, you walk through a doorway, and you're like in an arena, and there's, like, 20 guys you got to fight. You fight all those 20 guys, and it opens the doorway up, and you go to the next area. Then eventually you'll have, like, a fort boss or a territory boss. And you'll you'll beat him, and then you weaken that territory. And then as you beat so many territories, you know it it unlocks the the final fight for the leader of that group. You go and you fight him, and then you get his special weapon. Like he'll have some kind of special yeah. weapon, and you can add it to you. So then you have this extra weapon you can run around through. So it does progress and give you some new weapons you can use. But again, I we found items in the game that were way better than everything else that you just seem to get later on. Yeah. Um, we found this gun that um, it does the like electricity damage and it would just tear through bosses. It would stun them and, and just, just, you know, tear them apart. Yeah. And then why we use sword, anything else, right? Yeah. And we found this sword that has fire on it. So it like lights them on fire and does a massive amount of damage. And so, like, if you want to use close range, you find the sword, and then it, it just takes care of everything. My son was going in under level big time. I mean, he had both that sword and that gun, and he was just destroying enemies. Like, they had had huge health bars, and it was just going down in massive chunks. And so, hmm. but, but, but it does have a deeper side to it in spots. Uh, the crafting and stuff is kind of more complex and takes a minute to figure out. You can mix things together and stuff like that, you do have different stances. And there's some things that we didn't even completely figure out in the game, but we didn't even need to use them to get yeah. through it. So it's like, okay, you could probably really put some time into it and learn all these things, but you can also like bolt right through this game. Yeah. The other thing is like, you can, you can get bored in 10 hours. It, yeah, right? you beat it in 10 hours if you just wanted to like streamline it. Yeah. But if you wanted to pick up all the side quests that they give you, oh my gosh, this game's probably a good 60-plus hour game because it literally will give you a side quest and you think, okay, I'm going to track this side quest and it takes you all over the map. It'll say, like, yeah. find these 12 bulletin boards and you think it's in 12 like, side quests in that area. No, the 12 bulletin boards are within the whole entire map. Yeah. It tells you where they're at even. it tells you what area. So it's like, okay, I'm in this part of the map and I have to travel all the way across the country to get to this other bulletin board. It's like, I'm not doing that right now because... I'm way down here and you have to walk, you know, yeah. or, or there's no mount. fast travel. There is fast travel, but you have to find the signs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So as you like go to the area and you're exploring, yeah. you will find like this, this totem or a sign if I remember right. And your character actually pees on it. He walks up to it and pees on it. And that's, that's <laughs> how you activate fast travel to that area. So like, 
if you have to go across the map, if you don't have that area unlocked, you're running up there. Then you're finding all these other things. You're talking to people. It's like all of a sudden you're talking to two different people and they give you like two other side quests. And next thing you know, you got 20 side quests open on your quest tab. And you're just like, what do I want to do? It's almost too much sometimes. And you're like, oh, I don't really feel like completing this right now because, you know, I'm, I'm going to go do this. Or I'm going to maybe, I'm the kind of guy that likes to clear out one whole area. And so that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Like, you have these quests in that area, and you pick them all up, and it's like, run way over here and do this. It's like, no, I want to make sure this area is all done. This area is finished. Yeah. I've explored everything. But that's the thing, though. Every, everything you go into in that area is going to send you on another. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you find a new thing. It's like, hey, go over here. And it's like, no, I don't want to go over <laughs> there right now. I don't want to. I mean, it's, it, it was enjoyable, like though. Like I said, I, I don't regret my purchase of it. Um, yeah. I did buy this on the Xbox One X. Uh, this, the, you know, but, I was wondering if you bought it on Steam. I was like, I'll mail pass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did buy it. So I was playing a lot on my on my OLED TV in the living room because cause yeah. I had the puppy and she was young. I mean, she's still yeah. young, but she was running around just tearing the house apart. And I did not want her in my room with my computer because she likes to run behind where the cords are at, and I hear her chewing on things and <laughs> yeah. getting her out. And I'm trying to do this and that. And next thing I know, and if I'm playing in here, I'm not paying attention to her. So the yeah. next thing I know, I hear her underneath my bed, and I hear this chomping noise. And I had all my computer boxes and stuff underneath there. Oh, no. And so the next thing I know, I'm like, all right. So I had a dedicated day to clean it out underneath my bed. And I always save all my computer boxes. So I had, like, a motherboard box. And my, you know, like, the only box I didn't save was probably my tower, you know, because it's just a big box. But my CPU box and my motherboard box, and hard, they're all underneath there. All the paperwork's underneath there. All the extra wires and, and screws and nuts and bullets, that's all in those boxes. Next thing I know, I hear ripping a box open, and she's <laughs> running away from me with something in her mouth. I'm trying to figure out what it is. You know, so I end up just cleaning out underneath my whole entire bed, and now it's just empty under there. But now she grabs something she can't have. She just runs and hides under my bed. <laughs> you know, so... But... But yeah, so I was playing a lot in the living room and, and playing it on the OLED. It looked really good. But my only complaint was like it would struggle sometimes. My my little Xbox you One were, X. You were playing on a One X, yeah, okay. Yeah. And so it it would struggle. Like once you got to areas that had open water, because it's an open world game. Dude, once you started getting in the water, you could really notice the raindrops. Like it was times where the game would stutter. Like I just still have up. my my One X. I have my Project Scorpio One X. Same here. And and my God. I can't go back to it. Like when I turn it on, even like trying to like load up YouTube, it takes for ever to do anything <laughs> on that thing. It does take and, a long time to load stuff. And that, that does bug I, me still. I don't know. Like it, it was like, I never noticed it before. You know what I mean? Like I really didn't until I went back and I was like, Oh my God, it is so slow. Yeah. But the, the series X is just snap, snap, snap. Stop, yeah, stop, stop, stop. it's right there. That's the boom, beauty, boom, boom, beauty boom, boom, of those SSDs. You know, like that's old. You know, they're using regular hard drive technology from you know how long yeah, has that been on yeah, PC? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you're you're old, old, old hard drives. I mean, you, you don't use those anymore on yeah, PCs were, for for a computer or two hundred like, RPM, I think. Yeah, like they were slower, so, <laughs> slower drives. Yeah, and so even they were a mechanical drive, they were still slower drive, you know. So now yeah. you got these SSDs, which was is huge, and that's what I was always saying to the new new consoles when they come out. You know, the biggest thing is the the speed, but you really gonna notice it as a console player because when you're used to that old Xbox speed and you went to this new Xbox speed of loading, yeah, it's it's well night and day. 
I have that on my PC as well, right? Like I have the mm -hmm. M.2 drive on my PC, but I think I think my motherboard only does three gig per second or something like right, that. Right, yeah, there's a bandwidth on your motherboard that yeah. goes to your CPU. And as motherboards have gotten newer, they've gotten faster. They can hold yeah. a better bandwidth. Yeah. So as you get a newer motherboard, you can get a better M.2 that has a faster read and write. Right. So everybody, three, I mean, some people three just seconds pretty fast anyway. Right. So I mean, I mean like some people still... think they, oh, I have an M.2, I'm good. But if you have an old first gen M.2, it's you're only good. like 2,200 megabyte per second, which is like two and a half, you know, yeah. 2.2 gig per second. And now the new ones are doing five gigabyte per second. You know, so yeah, and I think even there's even some out there that are really expensive that are higher than that. Yeah. So you know, it's it, even with the M dot twos, there's a big difference uh, with your motherboards and and how oh, yeah. new your motherboard is and stuff. So I, I was glad the motherboard I bought had two slots, so I got like at that time it was really expensive, so I only got mm -hmm. like a two fifty six to run my operating system, right? So that runs Windows, or no, was it a one twenty eight? Might have been a one twenty eight. I can't remember. But anyways, and then I got a 500 gig uh, for the second one for like games and programs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did in my last my last build. Um, not my newest one, but my old one I give them to my son and stuff. That had the old Intel i7, like 6700K. And that one had three M.2s when they first come out slots in that motherboard. And it was like a Z170 board. Um, and it... It had three slots, so what I did the same thing like you. I did a, a 256 gig M.2 for just Windows. Yeah. And then I put a 500 in it for just games, and then I never did use the third slot. And then I bought a four terabyte regular hard drive for all my pictures and videos and yeah. and stuff like that. I wanted to keep that. I didn't care if it loaded slow, you know. Yeah. So, but that was just you know like a matter of preference then because that that stuff was expensive back then. I mean, those hard drives were a couple hundred dollars for a, a 200 gig you know, yeah. hard drive. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, well, I think I got a pretty good deal on mine when I got it, but they were just starting to like, oh, I think we lost Brian for a second. I, oh, did you lose me? Oh, but yeah, I lost you for a second there. Am I, am I back? Yep. You're back. You're good. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, oh, that sucks. So yeah, PC, we're in the PC corner here. What's going on? Yeah, we, we so, ran Gunny hey, off. Hey, 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 yeah, Gunny said he'd be right back. Um, so have you seen the Windows 11 stuff? Um, I've only just read a couple of little things. I haven't really dug down into it. I'm not really excited yet, so I don't, I don't no, know. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit excited. You know, there's a there's a way, like you can you can make your PC a gaming focused Windows PC now with mm -hmm. windows 11 like there's like an option where it's like okay we can integrate you know to 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 run better for gaming you know instead of being like a workstation you know what i mean so yeah it just they, worries they me kinda... microsoft has never been real concrete in the stuff you know they do yeah they, look yeah, at the yeah, windows yeah. store the windows store was bad the the, the original game pass app was kind of bad and kind of wonky you know, and and even the getting in the group chat and stuff like that with the social networking and the stuff through the Game Pass app was hard for a while. And then then when they came out with the uh, the Windows whatever it was called in Windows 10, then the Windows Hub or whatever, the Game Hub. You know, you hit Windows and the G button, and it will pull up all your information. You know, that stuff was actually hurting some performance of people that didn't want it on 
and you have to manually go in and turn that stuff off because it automatically enabled the recording, you know, the DVR features and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if you had a weaker PC and you didn't know all that stuff was on because they didn't like quite out tell right you. Down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bogging it down and just taking away valuable resources and it's recording stuff on your hard drive and you're not even, you know, aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've had friends before be like, what's all this? Like, he's like, I have like 200 gigabyte of storage taken up on my hard drive. And they get looking and it's like video clips and that stuff is automatically saved that they didn't even know was being saved. Yeah. You know, and they're all getting guilty of that. I know uh, NVIDIA has a thing that will record clips for you and highlights automatically. It yes. works with PUBG and Fortnite. When my son was playing Fortnite on my PC, since he was really good and getting, you know, 10, 15 kills a game, it would record each kill. And so, like, ah. his run, he would get uh, as a highlight each time he killed somebody. So, like, he would just, just one. One day of him playing, I'd have like 10 gigs of storage taken up on my PC because this thing was recording nonstop. And I'm, so mm-hmm. we figured out how to disable it, and I would have to go back and delete old videos and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of handy if you were like a content creator, I think. Like, oh, yeah. I, you know, I have yeah. this on. But and that's how the many thing, of us right? Are, that's what it's, it's going to, you know, that's you what know, How many of us are towards. actually YouTubers where we need it backed up? You know, if you're playing on Twitch and you're just streaming it live, that's different than having a backup video recording and, you know, 4K yeah, or yeah, 8K yeah. sitting on your PC every time you kill somebody, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. You, know, you People like right now with the new Xboxes and stuff, they, you know how important storage is. And, you know, it could be the same way with PC. You know, these hard drives are expensive, and I don't want my, you know, $400 hard drive taken up with videos that I don't even know are being recorded or saved. I think I think a lot, some of it is not... Some of it is stored locally and or maybe it's not. I think that maybe the new way of doing things now is let's say you go to like uh, record a clip or whatever. You set it for 30 seconds or one minute, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And I think what it does is there's only so much storage allocated to that for that feature because then if you do want to. You It'll know, start deleting old ones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, I think it like automatically does it now. Instead of saying like, hey, like your storage is full, you need to do something. Because there are options like, um, you know, upload it to your OneDrive, upload it to Xbox Live or something like that. It's called Xbox Live. It's basically like a cloud storage, you know, versus your local cache or whatever it might be on your box. I think that relates to... It might be the same way for... Uh, Maybe even the One X. Not sure if it's the same, like on the Series S and X. So they just changed the way they did things because you can change it now. Like I always keep my clips in 4K. Like okay, sure, it's 4K box. Why not? But it's only like 30 seconds. Yeah, if it's in 4K, right? Correct. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, the only the only other things I've just read real quick, and they kind of were kind of like, well, one was it's just going to support Android apps. So yeah, but through I'm the like, Amazon store. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was what? like, okay. So it's a curated version uh, by Amazon of the apps of the Google App Store. Like, why are you going through Amazon? This makes no sense. Google and Microsoft just hate each other. Like, if they didn't hate each other so much, it would just be like fucking. Here's the Play Store in Windows, you right. know, but. They have such a hate for each other, they won't work together. And, yeah, so and, that. and Apple, yeah, right? Worry. They also hate on the Microsoft as well. As you 
as you see so many PCs now that become like two in ones and more almost tablet based, yep. I'm afraid they're going to start losing, you know, way they not necessarily the way they are now, but things are starting to become so app based, you know, and everything is being fed through apps now. Even you know when you install something now through Windows, they they call it an app. You know, we used to call it a program. You know, as old boomers, you know, we would right. oh the Windows program. I remember the days. Or, you know, I mean, now it's go to this app and, and then, you know, launch it. Everything's and, an app now. Yes. Yeah, and so it's just kind of funny if they give it a name like that. But I just I just fear that eventually here is going to be so much tablet like. Like they know the future is in tablets. They know it's mobile. That's yep. where they it's just, going. And I feel like they're just going to keep pushing toward that. And how does that change development for games? How does that change development for things? Because things are going to launch probably different and launch more like an app. You know, maybe instead of the way before. And so, you know, how does that affect things? And then the other thing I saw was just that um, I just saw a bit ago when I was looking through the news that that they're putting Game Pass migrated into every version of Windows 11. So it's, you know, you're going to have it built into Windows now. So it's not, a, it's not anything you're going to have to add. Live to in it. general will be built into Windows like it is. Like, you know, so everything I would assume would, would come along with it. But, like, th- that's what I'm saying to you. There'll be a version of Windows 11 that you can click, I don't want that stuff. I want, I want business stuff. Business, I want yeah. to I I have that. a workstation here. And then it'll ta- tailor to, you know, it'll tailor Windows to perform properly in that sort of a situation. Whereas if you pick, I want to be a gamer, it'll tailor it more towards performing for games, right? Yeah. That's being a workstation. Which is, I did see also when you mentioned again, that workstation it's thing. Like a, you know, it's 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 a choice. You have you have choices you can make. You know, it's kind of like with what you know what Xbox and 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 Microsoft have been kind of doing all along is going in that direction where it's like, hey, you want to do it this way? You want to play it on a? You want to play it on your phone? Play it on your phone. You want to play it on your Xbox? Play it on your Xbox. Coming soon, hopefully Xbox One. You know, like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. They're tailoring tailoring for everybody. They're they're saying, "Hey, do it however you want. We don't care if you buy our console. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can't afford it. We'd still love you to be a part of our family community." Yeah, and then it's going to be free again. You know, if you own Windows 10, it's going to be a free upgrade. So oh, it is okay. See, I didn't watch any of this. And that's the thing. thing. They just want everybody having it. You know, so yeah. everybody be on the same page. Yeah. Well, they did pretty much the same thing with Windows 10. Right. Yeah, and like, that's hey, anyone that nice. owns Windows eight or Windows seven can upgrade for free to Windows ten. And it's nice because I remember back in the days when you would help people with their PC and be like, Well, what version of Windows do you have? And I'm like, Oh, I have Windows seven or I have Windows eight or I have Windows, you know, and you're like, Okay, each yeah. one's a little different and it was nice that everybody pretty much did migrate to ten. So and it does make that easier. It's like technical support and stuff too, I think that can help. I was glad, like I bought a physical copy of Windows eight Pro. And that has given me Windows 10 Pro for free, and you know. And ever hope, since then, I'm yeah, you it'll still give me Pro for uh, for Windows 11. As long as you just like keep Pro upgrading, you'll probably get to keep. Yeah, because it's attached it. to my account now, so. Yeah, so I think even if you had a different PC, when you log in your account, you're gonna have. It'll give me that, that access. But I did have. It was weird because I had to call them at one point because um, it kept giving me just the regular edition and they, they ended up giving me the code to 
to get pro because I was like, no, I have my windows. Like I have the box right in front of me. I have serial numbers right here, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is supposed to be registered to your account. So why, why am I not getting the pro edition? I was supposed to get upgraded to pro because I had pro and they gave it to me. So to be honest, I've never had a lot of issues with Microsoft. Like whenever I contact them, I don't do it a lot, but whenever I had to, you know, like red ring of death and stuff like that. It's always been yeah, fairly decent experience for the most part. Well, so not yeah. being a Microsoft shill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch any of this, any of this windows 11 event or reveal, but yeah, nice I just to know I can upgrade for free. It's here and there. And yeah, it's a free upgrade. That's great. I'll be cool. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a little bit more, uh, I don't know. I think I just it was just rumor or something I saw. Like the interface is going to look a little more like Mac. Yeah, or a iOS. little bit. Uh, like things are a little more centered and pop out from the bottom. You know, it's yeah. I don't know. You, if you look at, you'll see the pictures. You can, if you Google it, you'll see it. Yeah. yeah and then I guess I, I guess I did see a good one. I've seen thing too. Just again when I was looking at the news before the show. Um, there's some kind of special microchip that's in most motherboards that it's going to utilize, and it's supposed to increase our uh, security. And uh, Windows 11 is going to require that your motherboard has this chip. And then, so I was kind of like, "What is this chip? It's like it's like TIP or TPI chip or something like that." I, I just kind of glanced at it. I never even heard of it either. Yeah. And it's something that it's it's it basically it's internal hardware based, and it's supposed to help with encryption and security. Um, I guess this is something IT users for like companies and corporations use. Yeah, and we don't really use it on the on the you know commercial end. Um, but I guess it's going to be required for the new Windows. Yeah. They say most of us all have it. All your motherboards have it since like 2011. Yeah, it's just yeah, never it's been utilized for the it's... IT people. So I guess yeah. they're going to start utilizing that in the new Windows to help security of it. So maybe you know sure. maybe hey we will have a better reputation of being more secure. That'll be like good, that. I guess, so, if you because so if you did buy, you know, some cheap knockoff Chinese computer, then you're probably screwed, you know, because you <laughs> went the hobo way, well, right? No, because all these all these all this crap is built in the same place. You no, know but what I mean? yeah, I was just thinking like not it's built if there, it's been but, a, if yeah. it's been a standard since whenever you know 2011 or whatever yeah as long as you haven't bought your computer from before that which i don't think it's probably running anymore if you did you know yeah if you haven't upgraded since windows fucking 95 or something (laughs) stupid yeah but yeah so so i mean hopefully you know doing some good things hopefully they add some new features and stuff like that maybe make some things easier for us but we'll see pc talk no, 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 no. Where are we now? Let's go to the news, guys. Let's talk about some some of the latest news it's we have going on here. News time. Breaking news. All right, Gunny, give us the news. Here's what we got, guys. For uh, oh, this one's for Jesus. Walks a lot here. We've got Halo. Uh, Halo Infinite is definitely launching this year. When is that? Nah, it's going to be announced soonish. Soonish, we know that for so. Yeah, I, I, I got a, I got a, I got an interesting thought about this. Okay, so I was surprised that they were launching Forza Horizon Five in November. Why? 
why are they doing that? That's really weird. Oh, right. And not and not I'm regular assuming, for Urza? I'm assuming they couldn't have it done by September. Um, so I think Halo will come out in September. Because uh-huh. if you look at the lineup of Game Pass games that are coming out, look at it carefully. And there's one month that doesn't have a game coming out. And remember what Phil said. I think it was Phil. He said one game every month, one big game every month into Game Pass. September is the only month that doesn't have a big game. So I'm thinking they're trying to push Forza Horizon 5 back to September, but it didn't work. So they had to release in November. And I think Halo will be ready by September. And I think it'll come out in September because they want to get away from Call of Duty and all that yes. shit that's coming out in November. Come out before, right. get a get a nice, you know, base going, and then hopefully ride through Call of Duty and not have too many people drop off. Yeah, because I, I mean, think that's they, their look, right? And you got to yeah. remember, multiplayer is free. Not if you have Game Pass. Not 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 just if free. you have gold. Just free. It's just free. You can just play. You, you think the multiplayer have. is going to release at a different time? Maybe nope. that'll release earlier. No, nope, it'll release. You think it'll come out I don't. I think it comes out at the same time. I think Phil said that. I think Phil okay. said that. Yeah, I think he said it'll come out at the same time. Yeah, I didn't know Somebody they did the Call did of Duty it. route. You know, like how they did the uh, Warzone for Call of Duty came out after the game. That that's just my prediction. That just makes sense to me looking at the situation. Like, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just saying that. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it sounds like a logical way of looking at it. I mean, it, yeah. it sounds smart. Like I never dug into it looking like, oh, what's releasing each month, you know, and what. Just really months, like so. all the listening to podcasts and information I take in, and, and you know, this is what it leads me to think that. Yeah, and I did get but, an email uh, directly after E3 because I am a Halo insider, guys. <laughs> Not that I play Halo, but I am an insider. So I do get early access to some of the things they were adding to like the Master Chief collection. Uh, but it was stuff like you could talk about. It was just you were just supposed to play it, like it was just the fucking yeah. games or whatever, like nothing new there, you know. Um, but yeah, they were just like, get ready for this summer, you know. Just stay tuned. You'll be able to kind of play some of this multiplayer stuff early on before it's actually released. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Makes yeah. I can, I can definitely see that coming out in September. For so sure. yeah, I mean that's that's like. That's pretty big. Yeah. You know, it's um, going to be big for them, I think. What else we got, Gunny? Or were you done with that? Uh, pretty much done that? with that. I just talked about uh, games like Battlefield launching in October. So, yeah, I can definitely... That that makes sense. Uh, oh. You think they're going to try to avoid Battlefield? Yeah, so you September know, makes more I'm sense. Saying. Like, if they come yeah. out in September, it makes sense, right? Like, they'll get away from... They'll get away from taking sales away from Battlefield as well. Right, and then EA's happy; they don't have to fight Halo to in the marketplace. Well, they still do, but I mean, not not as much, you know. Yeah, seeing how seeing how Halo should have came out last year and all, but hey, you know, got to make sure it's right first. Hey, man, games get delayed; it happens. True, true. Phil, Phil, my buddy, he's on. It it should have been delayed. There's consoles that come out that should have been delayed. Yeah, you know, it happens. 
yeah, this generation that, should not have happened until like this year. To be honest, Tori VCS is out <clears throat> anyway. Um, is it moving is on? I don't know. That thing actually came out. I think it launched. And uh, I can pick one up. Micro Center carries them. I think my Micro Center has them. I can pick BTS? one up. Yeah. Yes. Two ninety nine was it, right? Wow. But should no, I? Don't That's, do that. No. I mean, it's three hundred dollars. It's like yeah. two ninety nine, I think. And it you're better off old, to buy like an Amico or something like that. You probably it have plays fun old with that. Atari games. I mean. Well, no, it does more than that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, but it comes with like a hundred old Atari games, and it shows like the box yeah. art and everything. I watched yeah. a guy like open it on YouTube and stuff and. Show but it, them but it also it also is a gaming PC, but it's Linux based, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Like, why, why? That that's a whole other ball of wax. I just opened uh, opened up there. But uh, moving on, uh, maybe Jonathan Hall when he does his unboxing, he can put it on our Facebook group, right, John? Um, but moving on, Borderlands Three crossplay, it's happening. It's happening now. Everywhere, everywhere, it's happening everywhere. Uh, hold on. Hold on, right? Not everywhere. Not PlayStation. No. No. Uh, they are left out in the fucking cold because... Let's see here. Uh, Gearbox Randy Pitchford revealed that crossplay was coming to Borderlands 3. Uh, to get it on the action, you need to create a crossplay display name, which we'll be prompted to do after the update is installed. Uh, just looking here to see where... Um, you may have noticed that the PlayStation is absent from the store of listed supported platforms... Uh, we explained the the exclusion in May. I remember that I can't vaguely remember this in May, but the crash course version is that Sony demands a piece of the action. You know what that is? Money. Money. Money, honey. That's what they want uh, from any successful crossplay game that it allows on its platform. Borderlands Publisher 2K apparently didn't feel like paying, so that's that. Uh, well, I wouldn't either. I uh, wouldn't either. No. Yeah. Every other company came into this. Every other company came into this and said, yeah, we're cool with that. It's a good thing for the community. It's a good thing for the community. We're cool with that. We don't need a cut. But Sony has to come in and say, we need a cut. Go fuck yourself then, Sony. Mm-hmm. Take your cut and shove it up your ass. There you go. That's, sorry. PlayStation loves their gamers so much. So I'm curious, like, okay, so with... It's, it's probably come out. There's been so much information on these court proceedings or whatever. But remember, they were so resistant to the whole Fortnite thing, but apparently mm-hmm. caved in in some way. But that's probably because Epic probably fucking paid them, right? Maybe. Uh, right? I, they had to have. Um, I think well, it they came bought out into lawsuit. Epic. They bought into Epic. Oh, that's right. Yeah. See? There you go. Yeah. I think it came out of the lawsuit. I think Epic sent Sony a letter. Like, they had the documentation, like God. the emails. And they pretty much forced Sony's hand. They said, we were going to sue you unless you, because they, it was something to do with like, you know, Sony was charging. That's how we all found out about yeah. Sony charges to play crossplay. And Epic said, no, this isn't right. You know, kind of thing. And then Epic threatened to sue him in some way or another and said, look, we can do this legally or we can do it the nice way, you know? And then Sony just kind of bowed out and was like, our UN kind of thing. And that's how it ended up on, you know, cross-play with PlayStation. But nobody else has really had the clout that Fortnite had, you know, to go in there and really strong-arm Sony and be like, look, we're going to um, do it this way. Didn't or, Rocket League Didn't Rocket League do it too? Yeah, but yeah. Rocket League started off on the PlayStation, I think. Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But eventually we, we got, you got cross-play in Rocket League. But it, was but it that? Bought out by, 
That was the game that, and then they got bought out by Epic, which was right right around the same time. So, and that's true. And wasn't it Rocket League where where they they accidentally turned on the crossplay? Turned it on. Yeah. Yeah, it was like was epic. By the way, so easy because Sony was trying to say it was difficult. It was difficult to do. Yeah, and it gets accidentally turned on just like that. The switch was flipped. I thought that was the light to the kitchen. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh no! You turned on crossplay for everybody. Oops! We turned that off. Sorry, we didn't get permission first. Uh, but but Gunny, it's okay because we have another article that Sony I'm Sony has. Just a new getting light. to that. Oh. Just getting to that where it does say that Sony says they really do like crossplay. Uh, let me oh, explain here, guys. Do they? Yes, they do. They're, it says. they're out there encouraging everybody to do crossplay right now. Don't you know this, Gibbs? I I had no idea. I mean, I don't. I don't keep up on the Sony news, so I mean, as I really don't like them as a company anymore at all, but tell me, tell me. So it just says here, thanks to our recent court filing, Sony's reasons for apprehension have become clearer. Documents released Mm. as part of an ongoing Epic versus Apple legal saga bullshit. Uh, showed that Sony's crossplay compliance came with a special royalty that that game publishers have to pay up. Basically, Sony wants to ensure that PlayStation players aren't running off to spend their money on other platforms <sighs> while still relying on Sony's server infrastructure to actually play the game. Oh, stop it with the second Shouldn't part. Come on. Let me, wait, stop, stop. Shouldn't the gamer have the choice to decide what platform they want to spend their money on why should sony be able to force you into spending money on their platform yeah that was so that's this all runs into that whole apple versus epic thing you know so sony gets a cut when you make a v bucks purchase a Fortnite, right in through sony Mm -hmm. but if you make the v buck purchase on your pc and then you log in on crossplay on your playstation you get to redeem them rewards and bypass as you Sony's should, as you should, as you should, as you should. And so, it's, Apple if has you buy something, if you buy something, you should own it across platforms. Like, I've always said that, I know it'll probably never happen, but it, it like it obviously will never happen. Like, where I buy an Xbox game and I will own it on a Sony device, you know what I mean? That'll never happen. Uh, that's that would take too much of a cut into their business. And I completely understand that. But Sony is, is a greedy ass fucking company. Correct. Part of it has to do is they're fighting a giant like money wise. Microsoft can fucking stomp Sony into the ground if they want it. Correct. Like, yeah, money wise financially, like they have no, they have no end really, you know, they can do whatever the fuck they want. And they're starting to throw their shit around. You know what I mean? Like, that's. Yeah. So it says they, here. They're like, enough is enough. And they're like, we have money. So, <laughs> you know, throw, throw it in the air and see where it lands. Oh, it landed on Bethesda. Okay. That's all right. Exclusive. You know? Oh, landed into this Game Pass thing that we've made. It's a pretty fucking. Probably the best deal in gaming. Like, let. Like, honestly, like, if you don't have Game Pass, I don't, I mean, I I guess for the type of gamers we are, Game Pass is perfect. 
it has so much variety. You know, I I'm sorry, I don't want to go on a Game Pass commercial. That's not that's not what I'm trying to do here. I just feel like he's just trying to get some of that Microsoft money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> royalty. We love feeling his nice jacket. Look, Gunny, the, the listeners can't tell, but he's what we were wearing on Microsoft. Xbox I'm t-shirt. Wearing an Xbox One Xbox shirt. Xbox One right t-shirt. Talking right. about Game Pass. I would swear we have a Xbox employee on the show. I'm such tonight. a shell. Oh man. But but really, I mean honestly, Game Pass is amazing. You know whether it's Ultimate or not. Anyways, yeah. What else? What, what, go on. We. I keep taking us off. On no, I was. No, that's fine. Uh, I was just gonna finish it up really quick. Where in response? Uh, so this is from. Uh, despite the abnormal royal royalty policy, blah, 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 bullshit, uh, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan told Axios that he wants PlayStation to support crossplay in more games going forward. Uh, he says we... Not in all games Hey, listen, uh, this in is what he's saying here. Games this is what he's saying. games that will pay us the money. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we found a few publishers that are willing to take... To pay us that money, let's get them. Let's hook them in. Pull These them are, towards us. Uh, look here in quotes. It says, we support and encourage cross-play. Ryan said, cited various site titles hey, that, hey, that currently Jim, support the feature. Jim Ryan said, Jim Ryan said, don't, said don't, don't just use his name. Because um, I don't want people thinking I said this. <laughs> right. right. Uh, hey, here's a good example. He said, Destiny 2, which will soon introduce it. That number will continue to grow, he added. <gasps> Boy, he's really putting his money where his mouth is, or vice versa. Um, yeah. But, It'll grow by one more game in the yeah, next year. So this is what I think. Okay, so you've got Jim Ryan, right? And now he is the CEO in America. He, but he's got bigger people to answer to in Japan. Am I right? Even with the I'm last sure, guy, yeah. even with the I'm last sure. guy, where he's like, "Look, I just got off the phone with Japan, and uh, yeah, we won't we won't be supporting this or that or the other thing." You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, because I, I, he doesn't make seriously. He doesn't make those calls, right? I mean, I would I, well, I would assume he has a say, but of I course, don't, I don't think he's the be all and end all of it. No, right? Does that make more sense? It's, it's he almost has, like he has shareholders to yeah, you know, like. But okay, right? There, I, I just can't see like me as a as a Sony pony or whatever just running off to go buy an Xbox One to buy fucking costumes on or whatever to play Fortnite or better no. car skins for Rocket League. I just the thing is the thing is is they need to make cross account. So I feel like DLC stuff like that. I feel like that should be like all based through. Fortnite servers, for instance, let's just use Fortnite as an example. So, so if you, if I buy something in Fortnite, it doesn't matter where I play it. I can access my content that I've purchased, whether it's on this device or not, Mm -hmm. that, that I feel is, is not violation of anything, but you know, who am I? (laughs) Like really, it's just, I feel like I should be able to do that, you know? Like, that that's something that I spent the money on. Why can't I use it here? Oh, because I didn't spend money in your marketplace? But I'm still playing. That's the thing. It has to be... The games have to have their own marketplace, I guess, is what I'm saying. Games like, you know, like, you know, like, 
Minecraft has its own marketplace. It's you go in, you can buy mods, you can do this, you can do this. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's that way you're putting money back into the game, which is what you should be doing. Right. You know, like I feel like, I don't know, but but I I get what you're saying. It's hard for me to explain. No, I know what you're saying. Especially if like, okay, Let's say you're doing that. Could there be rather than Microsoft or yeah Sony or whoever? But I could definitely see if like okay, let's can we just take each game and maybe handle it differently? Like could Sony do that? There's the better question. Could Sony come in and say okay, um, Borderlands Three is now crossplay. All right, so for costumes and stuff, and you know they've kind of got their own store thing, but we know they're playing our fan base or whatever they're playing on our console but they're playing you know they have cross play enabled or whatever i don't fucking know but still maybe that get 30 percent. but could it be 15 or what you know what i mean like could they just kind of change the whole way micro transactions are done structure works i don't know you know maybe that's too hard or they're just too greedy i who knows I just don't think it should matter what platform you play it on. If you're playing the game, you should have whatever you've purchased, whether it's from a different console or not. That's, I don't feel like that's a hard thing, but I think, you know, we're so tied up in the fact that they want their money. They want their money. They want their money, you know? Yeah. And maybe it has to do with, you know, uh, Xbox doesn't really have to worry about money right now. They don't like they make, People, you know, people always say, oh, seven, seven point five billion dollars for for uh, for Bethesda. Oh, they spent so much money. Yeah. But but in that same quarter leading up to that purchase before the purchase was made, they made 15 billion dollars in a quarter. Yeah. yeah. So that seven point five billion dollars was them just spending their money because they weren't making enough money having it in the bank anyways. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Interest rates were low. It was it was better off for them to spend money than to keep it, you know. So yeah. why not invest in your in your company? And and that whole side of it is why I always said all along that Bethesda stuff is going to be exclusive, whether it's Fallout, Elder Scrolls, you know, um, Starfield, whatever. Bethesda stuff moving forward will be exclusive okay this is where we may differ or disagree on things right all right so i think i think fallout 76 and things things that will continue to get you know updated and whatever that stuff will all still be on multi-platform cross-platform whatever right but moving forward the new single player experiences stuff like that that don't need to be through a whole wide, that'll all be exclusive exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. And if I, you want to play it, you can play it on your PC on Game Pass if you don't want a, an Xbox. You know? Yeah. And so... playing on your Xbox One, your Xbox, your original Xbox One. Hey, maybe xCloud helps you out and you can play those Series X games on your original Xbox. Not not original Xbox, sorry. I mean, original Xbox One. <laughs> that old fucking VCR yeah, of a console. Holy VCR shit. Dust that you thing know. out, it still or runs. Or ass or whatever, right? Like um that that's where things seem to be moving. Okay, so okay. I agree with that, like especially like a well, maybe and maybe not. I don't know about existing IPs or whatever, like a Wolfenstein or whatever. Um because I, I can think- see 
I could see like Wolfenstein and maybe Doom, but I, I doubt even Doom. I think they would keep Doom close to chess too. I see. Okay, yeah, there are some things where I think like Doom. I think Doom will be like. Let me back up a minute here, Ryan. Okay, so Starfield, brand new IP, not on any platform right now because it's just not out. I said that all along that that would be exclusive. I've always said that. So, yeah, I think a lot of us thought that would be. I don't look at it like that. I don't look at it like, like this game is going to be exclusive. I think personally, I you should. I, sh- I know I should, but I don't. I just don't. I really don't you know. Because it is. But it is. <laughs> I know what they said. Stop dreaming. Stop. Stop dreaming. No. Stop dreaming, Gunny. Stop. The, the dream is dead. I'm I'm Leave fucking it, grounded in reality over here, man. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You're going to get PC and Xbox only. No, ever, ever, okay. ever, 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 ever on a PlayStation unless by some miracle Sony says, hey, we'll take Game Pass on PlayStation. Uh, then I would agree. Then, then I would be like, at, the, at that hint of it, yes. They would be able to play Starfield. They would be able to play Gears of War. They would be able to play Halo on a PlayStation. But that'll never happen. Okay, listen. Here's what I... I just don't like this word exclusive thrown around, right? You know how many... Uh, fucking over the years, listen, whatever happened listen to... Listen to me. You don't like... The word exclusive. Who who throws the word exclusive around the most out of every gaming company? <laughs> PlayStation. Mm. Um, oh, PlayStation and yeah. their PlayStation fans love to talk about how exclusive their games are. How come nobody gave a shit when Sony went out and bought a Insomniac who made an Xbox game? Um, that that, that got called? me to go buy a PlayStation 4 Pro. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so nobody cared when they bought Insomniac and Insomniac couldn't continue to work with Microsoft anymore. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Oh, Sony's got more exclusives. But when Bethesda gets bought, all of a sudden, or Zenimax gets bought, then all of a sudden, oh, oh, we've got to complain about it. We can't. We need all these games. Well, well, how come how come Insomniac doesn't still make games for Xbox? How come Ratchet and Clank, Clank didn't come out on Xbox? Well, because they're a first-party company from Sony. But they used to make games for Microsoft as well. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? Tell me what the difference is. There's well, no difference. Let me get on my soapbox here for a minute, Ryan. There's I whether you're a Sony fan or an Xbox fan. That's the difference. <laughs> um, do I think that Starfield... Jesus isn't here, and I'm just come unloading on you. Hey, fucking... Just <laughs> rip my asshole apart. I don't give a fuck. No. I, I deserve it as... a fellow Xbox here, but um, no, but I think like, okay, exclusive. I remember when there was a time where we always talked about timed exclusives, right? And there was yeah. a time, and I still feel like that's just not being used enough, right? Because even nobody on Twitter is talking about it because people are just so, I don't know, in a hurry and busy and snappy and oh, fuck, exclusive. No, they're, I don't think so. I don't even think Starfield right is going to be exclusive. Here's what I think. Oh, God, here we go again. Here's here's my prediction. Do I think that Starfield or even like the next Doom or Wolfenstein is going to be on, let's say, a PlayStation 5 two years from now or even at launch? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be on PS4 or the PlayStation 5. Um, but I do Wait, think what? they will Wait. be. 
they will be on Steam, okay? Steam is not owned by Microsoft, has no affiliation with Microsoft, right? It's a totally separate other company. Mm. Therefore, you cannot call this mm. an exclusive. Maybe a console exclusive, yes. Where are you going, Gunny? I'm, I'm telling you that it's not exclusive. It's just not are on PlayStation. That, are you telling me that, that consoles are going to die and Steam is going to take over video games? No. Is that what you're saying? I think that, I think that people <sighs> That's on... That's what I want to hear. <laughs> this is what I want people to do on Twitter... Whether they be Xbox or not, not that it's going to happen. Uh, maybe the Microsoft team or anybody talking about Starfield. I think they need to name, they need to start saying one or the other thing. Saying it's a console exclusive or it's a timed exclusive, right? You can't just say exclusive and be like that's that because it's not. Right? Well, no, I mean it's okay. Starfield's coming out on PC as well, and I would assume it would come out on Steam. Yeah, but you is can't... it already up for pre-order on Steam? I... Uh, no. So the way it works is no? right. That's all hidden stuff, right? Because this is a new deal. Uh, if you look back at what is it, Sea of Thieves? Well, I mean, not that rare. They've been owned by them, but that was not. They think they couldn't announce when it was coming to Steam. We knew it was coming to Steam, right? But nobody knew the exact date. So it was just like, bam, here it comes. I think it was two months, 60 days exclusive to Xbox. That's another Xbox. game that's super underrated by people that Microsoft owns. Did you know that, did you know that Sea of Thieves is one of the most sought-after games on the PlayStation 4? Yeah. It's not on there, but it's just so sought after because people want to know why the fuck can I not get Sea of Thieves on a PlayStation? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. E3 that I saw, speaking of Sea of Thieves, it kind of confused me was, and we talked about this a while back, Gunny, like two weeks ago when we were last live. So you have this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game coming out from Square Enix, right? You go Square Enix? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, they can't yeah. bring any of the, the the licensed movie people into this game because whatever. You know, they, they're the Star Lord is a completely different character. They went a completely different route, just like they did in this Avengers game, right? And I don't know if that's because of money and licensing or what. Probably. But then they can, they can turn around and who owns the Marvel license? Disney, right? Right. Yeah. But yet they can turn around and land Johnny Depp as... Um, oh, good point. What's his name in uh, Jack Sparrow in Sea of Thieves? Good point. It's like they can throw that money and get Johnny Depp well, of all people to get again. voice acted in Sea of Thieves, but yet you could Square Enix is going to make a game Guardians of the Galaxy but, but and think, not use their lookalikes, and it's just Mayo. Think about it though. Again, this goes back to what I was talking about about how like little fish and big fish. Microsoft is a big fish. And Microsoft right. has the money to throw around, where Square Enix doesn't necessarily have the money to throw around. Maybe they want to put more money into the game than pay for licensing that they don't need to pay for. I think you know what I mean. Like that's where I think it runs into. I don't think the likenesses at all bother me. It sucks that they don't look like what you think they would look like, but mm -hmm. the characters are pretty decently the yeah. same. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that doesn't bother but yes. me, but, but I feel like it hurts. Like the Avengers game, I think it hurts the Avengers game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean that's an iconic game, thing, like. right? So that's a lot because more iconic, I think. Let's look at it. It's it's the youth, the youth that like those games like that more so, you know. And I feel like it's more of a youth friendly game. The youth wanted to look like the TV stars that they watch on TV, so it, it almost feels generic. Like you look at the Avengers game and you're going, 
what is this generic? This is like GoBots versus Transformers yeah. kind of thing back <laughs> right. then. Yeah. You know, we did not want GoBots because Transformers were the cartoon, Fuck and they that, were so man. much I cooler. Like GoBots, right? GoBots yeah, were cool. They were cool, but everybody wanted Transformers because Everyone that's what we saw, them. and that became the name. And you know what? Know? I always got fucking GoBots. Oh yes, there's actually the toy store here in Columbus I go to every once in a while just to look, and they have like all the GoBots there you can buy, and like a bunch yeah. of the Transformers and stuff. It's just neat to nice. see them again, you know? Like, oh, those are so cool. Micro machines. Okay, separate thing. I love but... micro machines. Yeah. <laughs> One of my friends actually. Oh, oh, he froze up. <laughs> We're still here though. Um, while Mayo is still, I'm back. Okay, oh, there you are. We're, we're losing each other. You were, here you were saying yeah. we were on there. What were you saying about your friend? Oh, uh, my my friend from work. He uh he has all his old mic machines. He's got a couple hundred of them laying oh, around. Nice. His parents kept them, so he was showing them to me the other day. Actually, no, yeah, those oh, are cool, cool, man. Um, I had a buddy that used to collect stuff like that, and. I wonder if he still has all that shit. It's crazy. Yeah, none of my stuff was kept from my childhood, so my mom sold it all while I was at school. <laughs> like yeah. she would, she would have garage sales and sell them for like a nickel a piece. She's like, here are all these He-Man figures, nickel a piece, you know. And I had pretty much all of them, oh, and no. I complained to her, and she'd be like, I bought them when you were a kid. I'm selling them. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Really? You know? But oh well. Yeah. Hey guys, next piece, next next article here. Oh God, we're yeah, we're still in the news. Ubi, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft, Ubi, Ubisoft has removed Ubisoft. Okay, do, do you guys know what Ubisoft stands for? So you say no. Do you know what what it's shortened from? No, ubiquitous no. software. What is it again? Say it again. You. Ubiquitous software. What is that? Like French? Might no. be. Ubiquitous is a word. It's a Canadian thing, right? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. But anyways, yeah, that's why it's Ubisoft. But the French pronounce it Ubisoft. Oh, we oui, we oui. hey, we oui, oui. they have removed Ubisoft. I'm gonna start oh. talking Australian here in a minute. Uh, going from yeah, because oh, I no. can't. <laughs> 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 Australian right. Frenchman. <laughs> Ubisoft has removed the GoldenEye 007 Far Cry 5 fan maps per notice from MGM. I know MGM is uh, fucking huge as a company. Yeah. Uh, well, they're on HBO now, right? Yeah, they got they got bigger. I know. The wife was looking at these like hotels in Las Vegas. Like she's like, fucking MGM owns all of them. It seems. It's like yeah, they're fucking huge. Um. Uh, last month, a dedicated Far Cry and GoldenEye 007 fan released a full 18-map recreation of the original GoldenEye 64 levels that were playable directly from Far Cry 5. Uh, it was a passion project that was one of their free for everyone to join, and while that all seemed well with Ubisoft, it, <laughs> it would appear that the studio behind the James Bond franchise didn't take it too kindly and has issued a full takedown of all the maps. What the mm. hell? Why is so Ubisoft was all kind of like, oh, this is good, this is neat, you know. And the next thing you know, MGM, you know, who you know, we think of nothing to do with video gaming, but it's got that golden eye. Yeah, link, I mean, I guess know, if it's on, 
Yeah, I mean, as a big company and it's on their servers, I can definitely see like definitely some licensing bullshit on it. Um, you know, but speaking of licenses, because the first thing when I saw this, and I know it's not like a related thing with like, uh, you know, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, but it but it just mm-hmm. made me think of like, you know, I nobody's ever talked about that. Like, what do you think about their license? You know, with with maybe the Tom Clancy name to it. Do you think are they are they holding this thing or what? You know, is it still Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege? Is it? I mean, is that just the only thing they're holding on to, or you know that they're paying yeah. for? I mean, we I don't know that. When I Mike. hear Rainbow Six, I don't think of Tom Clancy anymore. Like I just think of Rainbow Six. You know, yeah. just... But it kind of sucks hmm. they couldn't work out a deal like even here, you know, with these user-created maps, you know? Like, hey, it's just fucking, it's COVID, people are having fun, you know, let them have their fun, but no. Yeah, <sighs> so we put a lot of work into making these 18 maps, you know, and then next thing you know, like, you know, MGM is just like, no, we don't want that, you know. Even Ubisoft thought it was great, you know. So it must have been really nice nicely done if Ubisoft was liking it and didn't have a problem with it and MGM had enough of a problem with it to take it down. It all comes down to money. Money. Yep. Hey, did you guys see, did you guys see that? I I don't know, I don't think it's a real thing, but it was Fallout 76 London or Fallout London. Is that a real thing or a user mod thing for Fallout 4? I don't know. Some people are listening. They probably know what I'm talking about. It's on YouTube. I thought it was fucking for real. Uh, it's called Fallout London or something. Uh, but yeah, and I'm just thinking like, wait a minute. If this is like, you know, something that's maybe licensed or, you know, from a from a popular modder or something, you know, like it just cons- always automatically concerns me, you know, that, that there's going to be something in there that a big company's not going to like. Like, oh, it's too popular and too famous, and you're using our name and our likeness and our city, you know, but but again, it all comes down to money. Um, so, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, I'll find out more on that Fallout London thing, because I've seen that trailer twice, and I'm like, what the hell, it looks awesome. I'm not sure what it's for. Fallout 4 or Fallout 76? Uh, but moving on to the next article, guys. Microsoft. Their special Cyberpunk 2077 refund policy ends early in July. So, Ryan, what do you think? I play it periodically. Should we return it? Should we not? Is that something you jump into or not? I was looking for the patch to jump into it, but I don't know, man. It's up to you. You bought it. Yeah. When do I think that's ever going to happen? Fuck, I don't know. I think probably... September at the earliest, I would think. I, I haven't been following to see when they're going to do like an upgrade for the Series S and X. Uh, I know they yeah. said it was June like a year ago. Yeah, but then it got delayed till the end of the year or something. Yeah, it's weird. But, but other than that, I know the game. I've heard other people say, yeah, the game looks a little off, but it's still like a decent solid game. That's true. It still runs fine on my S, my Series S. Yeah, I hear it keeps running better and better. I, I did see an article too saying they just put it back on the Sony store. So, you know, it does that little mark saying, you know, may not play on a regular PS4. You might want to play it on a Pro or right. a PS5. But um, they, it is back now on the Sony store. So, that, And I did see another article, too. i just not putting it in the news because it's cyberpunk and people are probably tired of hearing about it. But, like, 
the the head over there, you know, they they said that they they're kind of happy with the way it's running right now, and so you know, it's it's making progress and. And maybe it's better. I haven't launched NYPC in a while since they started doing updates. I would. I'm actually kind of curious to go back maybe and see how it plays. Um, you know, The Witcher was the same way. You know, if we remember The Witcher when it first came out. It was it was a buggy mess for a while, and the game did not play well. And then look look at what it became today. You know, yeah. it became a, a great game. So the, the nice thing is they is they continue to put effort into it. You know, the, the it didn't just be like, okay, this is a bad game. You know, we're done. Let's move on to something else. You know, at least they continue to support this game and give them props for that at much at least. At least, you know, whenever they come out next or or if they continue to work on this game, you know, I still have a lot of re- respect for CD Projekt Red because the way they handle their business. I mean, we may have not liked their product at the end or it may have been overhyped, but they they stick with their work, it seems like, and they they try to improve it or make it what we want or you know like good quality at least so we'll, we'll see i mean hopefully it's better now yeah so you're right ryan that that patch is dated for or scheduled for the end of the year for, for the upgrades for the ps5 and the xbox series as an x um i did watch a digital foundry video like they come out every patch for all systems you know, it's like I usually watch about five or ten minutes of those videos, and then I just get bored. I'm like, whatever. Um, but they'll show like, uh, you know, comparisons to like whatever the latest patch is, and it'll show the Xbox OG One, the series, are uh, are the Xbox One S, the Xbox Series, like just the whole family of fucking consoles, right? Uh, the PlayStation Four OG, and you know, they're just doing all these comparisons with frame rates and. You know, yeah, it's like, all right, fine, I'll just go play the fucking game because, uh, yeah, it seems seems to run fine, whatever it is that I don't know if it's running in thirty or sixty on the Series S, but because uh, I don't even take my One X, I don't really ever turn that on, Ryan. I will, uh, I think I have currently have that hooked up to this one hundred forty four hertz monitor, which it doesn't support, um what is it like a variable refresh rate because it's a g-sync monitor but i will just play like pinball on it because playing pinball on the pv you know doesn't work out well for my eyeballs um but yeah it's it's been a couple months since i've updated the the one x yeah it's 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 hard to go back it's really hard that remember we've talked about it on the show where we were like hey look uh microsoft was trying to work their magic to get just the uh, just the interface, right? Just the UI to kind of work yeah. on, you know, to kind of like keep everything in sync with an OG Xbox One. It was, it was, and and the series are the One S and you know and One X and uh, yeah, what a, what a fucking mess. But now, um, no, the my Series S runs great. It runs great. Store runs great. It updates quickly. I've noticed the store keeps yeah. most games that are. It doesn't update everything, like everything in your fucking library, but, you know, if you have it on an old hard drive, it will, you know, you go to click on it, but it, it'll prompt it. Um, so other than that, I'm, I'm happy with it. Next article we have here is the Booker T, Booker T, uh, wrestler guy. He loses a lawsuit against Activision. 
And as a Call of Duty character, uh, pro wrestler Booker T has lost a lawsuit um, over the Black Ops 4 character Profit. Booker T has argued that the in-game ad looks very similar to G.I. Bro, a character from his early wrestling days. However, a jury disagreed. Uh, apparently, he filed this lawsuit back in 2019 when him and his lawyers sued Activision. Uh, his claim was that the profit was directly based on his GI Bro character. To prove the claim, Huss- Huffman provided a poster of his character uh, compared directly to Profit from Black Ops 4. Uh, when seen side by side, there could be no question that this character was copied from GI Bro explained uh, Huffman's lawyers. From the hair, body type, and clothing, right down to the facial expressions, the similarities are too profound to be accident. Activision's lawyers pushed back and pointed out in a motion filed in court that the image Huffman and his legal team were used as evidence wasn't original, but just a copy of the rock, the neck down in order. In court, Huffman argued that the prophet's character was still copying his facial expressions and his own attitude. However, Activision pointed out in their motion that you can't copyright an attitude. Uh, Plaintiffs does not own the idea of an angry man with a scowling look, said the publisher's <laughs> legal team. <laughs> it's true. I remember this came out in like Fortnite, like a similar thing, you know, talking about yep. attitude. Uh, yeah, it's hard. The jury agreed with Activision and decided against Huffman when asked if Activision of the developer of Black Ops 4 infringed on Huffman's GI Bro character. The answer was simple. No. Hmm. I just find it funny. The thing I took from that too is like right away, it's like they took the Rock's body and put his head on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. This guy's already a wrestler. He's already a big guy. But yet they had to use the Rock's body and put his head on it. It's clear and that then, it is, yeah. Or, or yeah, the, your image. old wrestler name was G.I. Bro, a complete ripoff of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, right. Mm-hmm. You just and do the exact same thing. Just, just saying. Yes, yes, those pictures do look a lot alike. But it's just kind of funny how the court was like, well, this picture doesn't work because it's like the rock's body in your face. So then he changed his tune. You know, he's like, oh, well, you're taking my face expressions, you know, like, you know, okay, yeah, you don't look at the whole picture. Well, look at the face. It looks the same. And well, I want to sue because the face looks like my face. Well, then, you know, I think if you, they came out with a court of saying, okay, yeah, but you can't, you can't trademark up or, you know, a scowl, you know? Yeah. Like, so that, that was just kind of funny that the courts thought that was, you know. If you would have got Dwayne Johnson on board with this, right? I think they would have had a better chance of winning. The Rock, I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson. Um, yeah, if he would, they would have, I think they would have, settled out a court or something for good chunk of change versus him losing altogether. Cause now he's got to pay the other lawyer's side, you know, for losing. Yeah. And, but I do get it. They do look a lot alike and, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, somewhat, I mean, but you know, just as much as he could complain is, is whoever made that poster, whoever his company he was working with could complain be like, look, you took our character, you know, maybe not so much, you know, Booker T, but that poster almost is an exact picture of, you know, kind of like what we see with Capcom right now, like how Capcom was basically getting sued over having the likeliness of these other photos. Like these two pictures look a lot alike and 
you know, so maybe they did use that picture or something to get a general idea or, or it's just clear coincidence, which I don't know. They do look pretty close. So I don't know how coincidental it is, but yeah. I mean, they pretty much do have the same kind of hat on, the same kind of haircut, you know, everything. Yeah, it looks similar for sure, but I mean, really, it's, I don't know. Yeah, you know, know, I'm sure there were things that, you know, what what do they call those things? Like if you're not in the courtroom, um, arbitration, right? I'm sure they did some sort of arbitration thing where they were like, Booker, you know, Huff and Steve were like, Give me fucking thirty million dollars right now. <laughs> Give it do you to think me. This is something that's just coming more light, or do you think it's something that game studios have done for a long time to get ideas, or people that's working in these studios to go online and get pictures of things? We were seeing a lot of this stuff with Camcom. You know, a lot of stuff coming out through Camcom. Yeah. Where they yeah. had one employee, oh, crunch time, or this or that, or something to do, and he didn't have the thing and. Next thing you know, you find a random picture on the web and just be like, oh, I'm going to use this. Now, I wonder how much that's done, you know, like behind the scenes kind of um, stuff. You know, and there's a lot of things, too, where if I don't there's a website mail where it shows like video game studios and uh, support studios. And so with those like like you were talking about with. So let's just say it's a support studio and it's. You know, it's a town, you know, it's in my town or whatever, but nobody's ever heard of it, you know? It might be in the credits in Call of Duty, you're right, from Activision or something, but, you know, and it, but it just says they were, there was a support team, but they could have, like you said, made some of those, uh, you know, those character models and, and, you know, art pieces and, yeah, just different shit like that where I'm sure that, you know, Joe Schmo or whatever that works for that, you know, Altlet Media, right? That that supports fucking Activision. Probably just said, "Fuck it, let me just go to the web right now." You know, nobody will know, right? And just copy right. and no, paste. Nobody's gonna see it. Nobody will see it. Nobody will. Nobody will Google this or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of that has correct. been done. That that's not from somebody popular, right? It just could just be from an old website that was. Yeah. But the thing is, was it was up to Booker T's lawyers to prove that that's what happened and obviously they couldn't do that yeah. so yeah yeah whatever yep they, he needs a better lawyer <laughs> uh, but or he should have taken whatever that money that was offered to him assuming that Activision even made them an offer uh, you know that's probably something in there where they're not going to talk about it yeah so I think that's all we have for uh, the news, guys. Let's move on <clears throat> over to this console corner. Our favorite console Got stuff. Console corner. <laughs> I love it. Uh, PlayStation Plus for the end of the month of June. As far as I know, it's still Virtual Fighter 5 for your PlayStation Plus. I have a turn by. I got to dust off my PlayStation here and check it. Make sure I have those. I'm pretty sure I have those games uh, installed and downloaded. Star Wars Squadrons is your second PlayStation Plus game for the end of June. And f- just for our PlayStation 5 owners, Operation Tango. There you go. Moving over to Xbox. Uh, I did not check this, but I think it's still 
No, I think it changed, Ryan. Because I have here. Yeah, it did. I have oh, no idea. Man. I don't pay attention to it at all. Let's see. Games for gold, right? Because I have, I have something different. Um, yeah, June. I don't think I updated my shit over here, man. Oh, Gunny, what are you doing? No, because I've got Shadows Awakening and Injustice Gods Among Us. But I don't think that's right. Um, no, it is. Shadows Awakening and Injustice Gods Among Us. There the old go. one. Check those out, guys. What's coming into Game Pass? Oh, so over here on Game Pass PC, Iron Harvest. I started to play it yesterday, but I'm just, I'm still in like the early tutorial on it. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to play that more this week. Oh, is this something you recommend? Because I don't think I've ever played this. This is the game I downloaded on my, on my Xbox Series S. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I think it's the... Man, I hope it's good. I want to try it because I loved it back in the day, but I don't know if it holds up. Okay, let me... I'll have to see. I'm glad it's coming to Game Pass. That's cool. Okay, let me let me start off with that. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Uh, so this will be on both your PC and yes. your Xbox. Feel, feel the thrill of the chase and the rush of escape in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Unleash a savage sense of speed on both you, are both as an outlaw and a cop in the world's hottest high-performance cars. Yes, I'm excited. I can't wait to try this out. Uh, All right, honey. I, yeah, I've always I've always heard good things about you it. You never played that game? No. I I Are you sure I might have played like a back in the day, I mean. I might have played it on 360 where I rented it from Yeah, it would have been on 360. Yeah, I think I had to rent the game. I didn't have a lot of money at the time, so it was I think the one I, where you had to it was the one where you had to run away from the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like it was the first one they started, yeah. Fuck, I'm trying to think if uh no, you know where I'm trying to think of where I rented it from was probably from my local video store. Maybe. Because <laughs> I couldn't afford to buy the game at the time. Uh, but yeah, those are just a couple of the games on Game Pass you can play where there are hundreds. Mail? Do what now? I think we lost mail. Oh, is he, oh, is he out there? Mail, come back. No, uh, oh, Mayo, where did you go? <laughs> over on Mayo's Evil Epic Store, there are a couple <gasps> free games that you can you can claim and play. One of them is a pretty awesome game called Sonic Mania, which that you game bought. was a lot of fun. If you like Sonic, then you should play Sonic Mania. Well, how good. would you describe the like? Is this like a? Is it not a remake or is it just more of a? Sonic, it's like a remix. It's like oh they they took the levels and remixed them and made them prettier and yeah I don't know it's fun check it out if you if you haven't it's free on the Epic Store it's if you like Sonic you will probably like it yeah it's a good game I got so I got caught in the water Ryan I kept getting fucking stuck in the water I didn't know how to get out I didn't know which direction to go and uh, uh, I just got so frustrated with that game but it is a yeah. good looking game. It's, it definitely yeah. checks all the boxes if you've got a newer console or PC. Yep. yep. Um, it just came out last it? year. Uh, Horizon Chase Turbo. Oh. Eh, this I got this on that? a free PlayStation Plus early yeah. or last year. And Is it's it like uh, Outrun or some shit? Yeah, like Outrun. It's, it's uh, yeah, it, I think it's like one of those things like as 
each track, like you just, it's more linear where it just gets harder and harder. And I think you have to just beat each track to progress. Pretty sure how that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ryzen Chase Turbo. I know I claimed them, so. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's on Xbox because it was on PlayStation. Yeah, it's probably on there. All right. Yeah. Are we moving along? I think I think I think that's pretty much it. Um, Steam, go over to Steam. There's some big sales over there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Let's see what we got here because that's that's we're pretty much at the end of the show here. We do you got some questions, don't we? Oh yes, we do. I'm sorry if I missed those. Um, a little distracted here because I'm trying to find the mail. Where is he? Uh, Darren Hilton. He has a question for us. Uh, he wants to know if video game gods came down and said you can only stick with one gaming platform forever. What <laughs> would you pick? <laughs> uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, mobile, Nintendo. Uh, Darren said he's Xbox for life over there. Um. Well, <laughs> I think you know the answer. For me, I would be Xbox. Yeah. Wearing I, that shirt. <laughs> yeah, so I guess if it's like, okay, this is maybe, maybe, mm, okay, I only get one, right? I only get one, because I'm yeah, thinking like... Gunny, uh, you gotta stay on Xbox so we can keep game sharing. Oh, shit, yes. Because I was thinking like, okay, well, what if what if we didn't game share? Would it be PC for me? I think... No, I think I'd still have to go back to the Xbox, because that's where our library is, right? I have a big mm-hmm. library. You got a big library. Boom. I'm just I'm in that ecosystem. I'm good to go. So I would I would at least upgrade my shit to an Xbox Series X. <laughs> yeah. Not go low done here. that. You should have done it. I did I tell you like that I tried to like it was one of those things where it was not the day of launch, but it was several days after launch, right? And I I think it was just more of like Whatever, I don't even know what it was. It was like, okay, whichever one comes first, you know? I'm going to I'm gonna just, you know, pre-order it or whatever. Um, not pre-order, but it was like, okay, if the S comes up first and I can get it from Target, fine. Or fucking Walmart, I didn't give a shit, you know? But yeah. I was like, but if I can get an X, no, it was just, yeah. Darn, I, I don't regret, I regret not getting the, the X. Um, damn it! Moving on, man. Brian Tilt-Dillinger. <laughs> BT, he What's wants Brian? to know. He wants to know what our favorite couch co-op game couch is. Couch co-op. I, you know what? I haven't played a couch co-op game in forever. I say a good one that me and Kyle always play, and that's, uh, not always, but Heavy Weapon. Heavy Weapon's fun, yeah. I mean, you want to go back like that, like Castle Crashers. Yeah, that's another one he enjoys. Or I don't enjoy it, but he enjoys it. So I'll be like, okay, I'll play with you. That's it's cool. It's a fun game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. There's that one game that you said you like. I never played it, but it's that Lovers at a Dangerous Time Space. Did I say that right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned I it, I, but I, I remember it was like a just a random free game or some shit yeah if you have enough people you know it's it, it'd be fun you got to work together and get through one guy flies one guy uses the weapons 
Yeah. It's a pretty mm. neat game. Um, mm. Diablo. Can you play that couch co-op? I don't know. Play that couch co-op. Can you? I think you can. How do, would it be split screen or something at that point? Or... No, I don't think you can go off screen. You would have to move together kind of thing. Yeah. I, I remember Maybe what not. I can't remember, but do you remember what the later in the Xbox 360 generation where what was it Lego? Remember what they did with Star yes. Wars? Yeah, <laughs> that was funky. Screen, it yeah, was funky as hell. Where the screen just splits when you go in different directions. It splits and then it goes yeah. sideways and yeah, it's mm-hmm. the oddest thing. I think I think me and Kyle tried that back in the day, and I was like, "Nah, this. I'll, I'll just watch you, or you, or you can just watch me play." You know. And he always had his like his own account, but yeah, it was like the oddest thing. I just said, "You know, we could only afford one copy, right?" Like, yeah, we weren't. Gonna, I wasn't going to buy two copies of it. Um, unlike if it was like he got into Call of Duty for just a minute, not so much in the competitive space, but yeah. Not that that was co-op. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but um, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, oh, so I boy. guess Mayo won't be back. Mayo's not back. Oh, one other thing I tried, Ryan was uh, I finally put like the Steam app on my Sony Google Television, and what is it called? The Big Picture Mode, or it's just called Steam Link or some shit. Oh. Yeah, Steam Link, yeah. Yeah, I just finally decided yesterday, I'm like, oh, here, oh, I'll just see if I can just uh, install it and see how good it works. It The only thing, like, it, everything was fine, and then it says, like, uh, hey, you don't have a controller linked up, but don't worry about that part, because it will work. It just, I don't know why it's saying it on the television when you do have it. You know, it's displayed on your, your PC monitor that you have a Bluetooth controller plugged in. Um, and so I think the only games that, that it, that I had checkmarked was the ones that were optimized for the steam link. And so I didn't have very many games. I hardly have any games that are installed on my PC uh, just due to disk space. But I think, uh, the only ones I played were, uh, dead cells, that was the only oh, one. Yeah. yeah, it worked pretty good. It looked great. It ran. Yeah, there was no like latency or anything like that. Yeah, and, that's cool. Yeah, but I do, there are a few other games that I, I do want to try that I don't currently have installed. So, um, yeah, I just have like some older ones. But I know like I'm not going to play like City Skylines or uh, yeah. seven days to die or whatever like i already have that stuff on xbox so something that just that's just in my steam library not on xbox that i can check out All right. and play with a xbox one controller so that's all i got man where do we find you ryan where do they locate you? me on xbox live steam uh playstation but i'm never on there anymore uh as give eight seven 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 yeah, but you, Gunny, go find the Mayo first. Go find him as yeah. Uh, let's see, what is he on Steam? He is where is, is he? the Mayo or the Mayo One? Uh, let's see, he is uh, 
Da, da, da. I don't see him on here. He's showing offline. So yeah, he's something like that on Steam and Epic Store, Discord, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, the mail on Discord. Mayo. Go find me guys on Xbox as Gamertag Gunny Chief. That's all one word. And on Steam, I think it's the Gunny Chief. Or just Gunny Chief on Steam. Just search for it. Fine, add me. Over there on Uplay. And Epic and all, just everywhere. Uh, except for PlayStation. I'm like HDP underscore Gunny over on PlayStation. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. Jesus walks a lot. He's Jesus walks a lot everywhere. Yeah, we can't forget about him. Oh, yeah. I almost for- Yeah, that guy. He's over there giving me a hard time. That motherfucker. All right. I think, he, I think he died in a he, fucking heat wave or something. He was telling me he melted on the sidewalk. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, get in some shade. <laughs> All right, guys. What does Gidget say? Uh, I forgot. What did she say? <laughs> Peace out, Brussels Sprout. Catch you on the next episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Later. Brush your controllers and go to bed.